0: Let your problems
1: disappear i I'm chill out. Let those worries leave your mind. I'll let you out. Just and have
2: a good time. What up? What up? What up? What
0: up? What up? What up? It's your boy T.
2: Yes, your man B. And you want to ride up, you. Yep. This is Ep- season two, episode three, or C- aka episode twenty-five. <laughs> all right, all right. So all right. either way you want to go. Um welcome again. It's 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 another Zoom um, um joint. So we got our special guest, of course, Rail. We, we got, got our Big
1: friends Boy. with us.
2: Yeah, what we up, got what bro. up, man?
3: It was good.
2: Big bro Will designed by Will Power. Right. Hit them up on IG and, and once everything gets kicked back on. I know everybody's gonna need graphic design. Oh you I'm I'm on wine, man. I ain't gonna drink. I'm I'm chill. Um so hey, where where you want to kick it off at? We you wanna you wanna talk about um the, the versus stuff first. Yeah, let's talk. Let's jump let's jump into the versus stuff.
0: All right so man. So clearly the, the big talk is, is uh, Rizzo vs. Primo. But before we get to Rizzo and Primo, since that one was the main event this uh, past weekend, we can uh, talk about, uh, we, I, I want to clear some things up, or at least try to clear some things up for people who haven't really uh, gathered the information uh, a week ago. Yeah. Babyface and Teddy Riley was supposed to battle. Right. And I think the morning of, or the or the night before. Right. Uh, the battle was postponed. Right. Without a new date. And the first reports were because Teddy Riley wanted uh, money.
2: And it's supposed to it's supposed to come go go on tonight. So that's it's been scheduled. Everything is back on. That's
0: that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first report was that uh, it was about money and Teddy wanted money. Right, but then it was later revealed that Babyface actually contracted the coronavirus. Yep, but he didn't know uh, initially he just uh postponed because he was sick and they didn't know he had the coronavirus, they did up finding out that that's exactly what it was, right? But uh, the thing that we wanted to clear up was I'm not sure if we mentioned it on uh the pod previously that it got cancer
2: because of. The uh, i don't think we did we, we 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 were alive when the announcement came down okay but i don't think we even touched upon it again uh since okay. the-
0: so you know reg- well so whether or not we we did say it or not the the truth was it wasn't necessarily about teddy Riley wanting money it was he wanted the, he was he proposed uh lightly proposed he didn't he wasn't Hammering nails to try to get a contract done, to right. move the platform from IG Live to uh, his platform. I can't remember the name of the platform, and I'm not even 100% sure if he was talking about moving it completely over. I think he was more like talking about like a simulcast type of deal, where right. it's like it was on both of them because of the, you know, the droppage. Because you know, IG Live, you can only do it for an hour, and that was the big uh, thing. And I guess. I guess on different platforms, the audio could be better. But right. I think uh, with Swiss Beats and Timberland running the show and, and putting this stuff together, I think they would have done the right thing and be like, listen, like the quality is truly secondary in this, in this, uh, at this point. Like, yeah, I don't want to get to the
2: quality. quality right? Yeah.
0: We don't want great quality, but the fans just want to see two – Legendary icons in the in the genre of music that they love, just have banter, play some great records, uh, get nostalgic, get reminiscent, and just you know have a good time. Be, you know, and that's I think that's why the we want the quality, but we're not like oh man, I ain't watching it. The quality's trash, right? Right. Um, and I and I think that would have been a great battle. And you said it should be happening tonight. I'm looking forward to it because of the. It's you know those boxing matches where you match if you match two defensive guys in the ring together, it can make for a, a, a skillful match, but it'll be boring as hell. Right. Right. But if you mismatch, uh, styles, you know, the guy who's defensive, unless he's landing counter punches, it's gonna be a long fight because you like gotta. People want to see that aggressive go at him. And I think that's what this would have been. Whereas Teddy Riley, even though he uh, can be uh, laid back, I think compared to a baby face, he'd be more up up in your face, especially with the music that he'd be playing because he had yeah. a lot of upbeat records.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, he's, his, his stuff is a lot more a tempo you um, know, swing, just in general. You know what I mean?
0: So... so and I actually said, because before I found, her, I said, "Listen, I will, I will go and do a a, a random shuffle. I would take 20 of my favorite records from all both of them, put them random shuffles, and put them together. And I will simulate a battle just to just to you know get my juices flowing again because I I don't want the energy of this battle to die down. You know, I I feel like the promotion for the battle." after the postponement just disappeared and they should have kept the energy going or continue to find like new people to put together.
1: Right.
0: So so we also had uh the Hit Boy versus Boy Wonder one. Right. And Boy Wonder did him dirty. For the most part, maybe because he, you know, he has mostly Drake records. At a time with Drake, you know what I'm saying, Drake is, you know what I'm saying at the top of the charts. Every song he brings out, regardless of what you think the quality, the content
2: of it, is it's it's you know it's it's, a, it's gonna hit the billboards. I mean, are we talking about cause I haven't seen I ain't I didn't see that. I haven't watched that. Yeah. I'll probably get I'll try to get into it. I didn't know we was gonna talk about it today.
1: About well are, we the talking, about,
2: are the beats better? Are you saying the beats are better I, or I are I you think, saying the joints are better?
0: So I think that's the that's the thing where it's like when you look and I think we probably we're probably going to have this come up again when we do when we talk about the RZA versus Primo uh, battle, where you have these producers and you talk about the beats, but a lot of times the the feeling for the overall record can take precedence over the actual beat, and people are starting. You know I'm saying giving yeah. their opinion based on the record. Mm. I think I think with, with Boyd Boy Wonder having, you know what I'm saying, hit records with Drake versus, you know, Hit Boy having uh, records with Beyonce.
1: There's it's
3: a like, motion to catch people a little bit and sway them.
0: Right? Like, if you were on... I mean, I producer, think so, too.
3: Yeah, but, you know I mean, but it also depends on, like, who's going, like, who's who's judging it. Right. Because I'm a it. I can't lie, like, I would... I'm gonna lean toward Drake a little bit. Um, but like I know like some of the others, like somebody else who's into, you know, some of the other tracks they would they would lean the other direction. So I, don't know, I think um you know, I think that is a thing though, like for the emotion. I mean, but that's how but that's how what's the name is winning? Uh, uh his battle, uh um Swiss? Swiss, yeah. The Swiss the Swiss know how to battle. And he's coming with he's bringing the emotion to the battle. He's he's pulling it out of you by what he's playing in the order he's playing it. And then let him get hype on it. Like here's Swiss go like get hype.
0: Right, right.
3: I mean that's fire. Son. I, I I
0: agree. <laughs> so, and I think I think that would have been baby, that'd have been Teddy Riley's uh, biggest opportunity to, you know, sway the crowd. Mm-hmm. Is just having more energy behind the records that we're playing. But yeah. the thing about it is, that's why I say I, I feel like, uh, you know, with some of these, like I feel like we can take these battles beyond just the artists that are here now. We can we can have some people. I feel like we I want a a, a respected producer on both sides get assigned an artist from the seventies or the eighties. And put that, they got to play their records and see who, you know what I'm saying? Just, we have so much content in our genre from our mm. culture that we can keep this going forever. As long as we get some yeah. like for instance, uh, you give, like, I'll, just 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 hypothetically, you take uh, D.L. Hughley and Cedric the Entertainer, two to. to Rega- they're both good hosts. Even if you know, even if you don't like their their stand-up specials, they're good hosts and they're good at like they're good at talking to people, right? So I would like to say, all right, DL Hewley, you get Marvin Gay, and, and Cedric, you get Al Green. And y'all yeah, got with of each and y'all gotta play those records. Just the dialogue between them two in between the records and having that thing. Yeah. I think that would be that would be some good entertainment as well but it, it would come down to the the two uh people who own those uh publishing so that
3: will almost be like a playlist battle yeah exactly who, who,
2: that's how little who, john's who, and and, and t Paines was like. Right? i mean they produced exactly. some of them and they wrote some of them it, it but it was
0: involved with every song it was on though yeah 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 we're talking about
3: like this if you're not even involved like you could still do like we could do a battle is see who's coming out with the dopest playlist. I mean, that's what uh um you know I guess shout out to the Joe Button podcast. He was talking about doing with his uh his guy Rory.
2: Yeah, they they they've already done it. I'm I'm sure it's yeah. Got, like, I didn't
3: got to, done. I didn't hear it. But um, see, what I'm saying, like that's essentially a playlist battle, I, which I like. I like that idea. I think that's kind of fire.
0: I wanted to do that too, but the problem is, ID is going to kick me off. They'll kick.
1: They'll
0: kick. I guess you gotta be certif—you gotta be verified, and you gotta, right, you know, yeah, yeah. be somebody popular. Like,
1: right.
0: like you gotta have like twenty k or more. Like, I don't know what 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 the threshold is, but I'm seeing like DJ D Nice. I think he did a great thing, and uh, he started this, but he don't own the copy, He don't own the rights to none of these songs he was playing, but he got to play them. And then you know I don't know if y'all saw it. Like the other day, uh, there's a twelve-year-old uh, girl who's DJing. She was calling. They called it uh, the quarantine. I was printer. trying to figure out how that was working. Huh?
3: Yeah, I was trying to figure out how that was. I was trying to figure but, out
0: how but, people were doing that without getting pulled off. But me, I wanted to have. I, I, I had like an hour. I had like a, 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 a hour set where I was playing uh, dope records, and you know, I got to be. I got to like twenty people, right? Total, twenty people total. Not twenty at, all at the same time, but twenty people. And I was playing some dope records, but uh IG was like, nah, <laughs> you not
1: allowed.
4: <laughs> Sit your black ass down. Is it we gotta have a verified account? In order I, don't know. I don't I don't know. know. They
2: probably it's probably there's probably like a backdoor channel that they, they're going through with IG and Facebook yeah. to, to get the special permissions to do it.
1: We got
3: something to it, because I, I know people get pulled off. The little IG chicks and there's different random people be having their little music in the background and get pulled off like five seconds
0: later. You know the funny thing is, you know who we should ask? Uh, we should ask your man Byrne because he does. Uh, he does. Uh, he he does this. He's uh, mixing on uh, Fridays. Play records on Friday
2: Right.
0: He plays some good records too. So if you guys are listening to some, if you're looking to listen to some good R&B late at night, just have somebody you know vibe with. You know, you check them out. Check them out on Fridays.
1: The like-
2: Absolutely.
0: But the other battle before we talk about the Primo battle with Risen is the Neo versus Johnson Austin. So when y'all first told me about it, I was like, interesting, because I because I knew of Johnson Austin, but I knew of him more as as like I I didn't know his resume because I seen him his name around. But I thought he was like a singer and just like did like like session work. I didn't realize he had written like hits right uh, so so when I watched this that battle like he put the pause on Neo <laughs> <laughs> I mean the pause so and and so I, I know that everybody's not gonna watch the necessary the, the actual battles so I, I at least pulled the songs down
2: right
0: i at least pulled the records down so y'all could like see the songs and if you look at the i don't i mean you may not agree with every record that i, I had but but those were good those were that's a good it's a good playlist so i'm gonna i'm gonna oh. pull it up and then y'all can give y'all opinion record for record and we'll just say because we're not gonna do that way here boy but Hit boy and boy, but I want to do that for the Neo and and Johnson also because I know you guys know those songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the <clears throat> excuse me. So the first, the first, the first round one was. Uh, and Jonathan Austin saw the first. So Johnson Austin, then it's Neo Records. So there was uh, Get Gone, which I thought was a good record to start with. And I, So let me say this real quick. One of the things I thought that they did, and I liked it, especially Johnson Austin, was sprinkling records that you may not have known they produced, or you may have forgotten about. They can like have that, oh, I forgot about this type of feel. And that, that sort of sways the crowd too, right? But, but get gone came out around that time where everybody was trying to you know, break the next you know i'm saying quartet of, of r b artists and that's when that get gone record came out so it was get gone versus that girl and i wasn't crazy about that girl so i gave it to i gave it to uh get gone okay and uh the second one was Miss You by Aaliyah. I miss... That's a, that, that was my record.
3: Right. It's a Her- Aaliyah record. I'm gonna... Yeah.
0: And I thought that he did it a lot. He went to Aaliyah records because I guess he figures that everybody's just so pro Aaliyah that you can't have a record better than Aaliyah record.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? I but, mean, honestly, me, <laughs> it's hard. And then,
0: you're like, it's easy. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, Neo put... Uh, Unfaithful by Rihanna, which I thought was a monster hit record too. And I, mm. I said, that at first, I gave that, that line a draw, and I had to come back because I'm not going to leave any draws. So I came back and voted on that one. I gave it to Miss You. That's because I remember when that song came out. And that, that song was just, it was just too powerful.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that.
0: And uh, again, like I said, some of these songs you may not know by title, especially since I'm not giving you the artists on all of them. Uh, uh, so it's like that versus knock you down, and knock you down was a bigger record that was with uh, Curry Hilson featuring Kanye West. Sometimes you know that song. Yeah, right. So I get that one, but you know it was so. To sum it up, I thought the good rounds were. Uh, when to Austin was dropping neo wreck they was listen. They was dropping some hit records. I mean, Yo, Excuse Me Miss uh, by Chris Brown, right? That was a tough record. Uh, the Mariah Carey uh, Don't Forget About Us versus uh, Spotlight by Jennifer Hudson,
2: right? Uh, some songs I don't know, so what happened? My what happened? bad.
0: So, uh, just be a man about it by Tony Braxton. That was another record. I'm like, damn, you did that too. Wow,
2: wow,
0: he did, though. Really, yeah. One of the toughest rounds to judge was Tyrese's Sweet Lady versus uh, You Make Me Better.
1: Hmm, Ah. all
0: right.
4: Hold on, hold on, lady, make me Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm.
1: You're
2: talking Sweet about baby, so you make the me better, right? Yeah. Versus where's the other one? Versus uh, Sweet Lady by Tyrese. Sweet, Sweet Lady by Tyrese. Yeah, I get at the Sweet Lady Tyrese too because it was what, No, wait. Dude, I don't give it a to Tyrese. You yeah. like Sweet Lady over, over Make Me Better? Absolutely. Make she because, uh, my, my girl was saying uh, make me better over, over Sweet Lady. Yeah, I agree. Really?
3: really? I'm surprised by that but
0: okay. You know what? <laughs> I, I can see that because she's what 27 now,
1: yeah,
2: 26.
0: That sounds about right because when she's listening to music, like and and really digest the music, make me better. She likes Three Ladies. She's
2: she she her oh her R and B is real old school. She got Tony Braxton in her. In her is time. it though? Yeah, she, she's she's, okay, she's well, like well, mid '90s other than Beyonce. Like, what
0: I'm saying is when Make Me Better hit, that's when she's like in her bag. Mm-hmm. You know Around her friends. Like her friends can help influence that. Like that that was a hit record on the radio at the time where it's like, okay, boom. Versus Sweet Lady, she was a kid when that song came out.
3: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: But yeah, you know, I, I'm like I'm not saying like making I said it was a tough uh a tough uh, round regardless. So I can understand
1: how Yeah, that's
2: that's two good ones that. right there. The beats up more up tempo. Yeah, mm-hmm. It has really nothing to do with the time, right? mm-hmm. For me, so I like both
3: of
1: them.
2: Yeah. it's 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 the fact that it's more up tempo. Okay. Shows. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what was what's what was the other standout round that you? What, what uh, you let's
0: heard? see. I thought that uh, can't help but wait by uh, Trace songs versus sexy love by Neo.
2: Was okay, hold on. So- Hold on, hold on. Sexy Love by Neo.
0: Yeah, Can't Help But Wait by Trey Songs versus and Can't Drake. Help But Wait versus yeah. Trey Songz. Of course, I gave it to Can't Help But Wait because I just think Trey Songs I just like Trey Songs better than I like Neo. Right.
1: But I yeah, like, that's wow.
0: the thing. I'm, I'm yeah, so is a this,
1: both sides?
0: this is what Neo, what I saw him doing a lot because Johnson Austin went first. I felt like like the record that came out around the same time that Neo dropped the record, mm-hmm. I felt like he matched that record with whatever he had out at the time. And it was like, uh, and I felt like maybe he had like more uh, Billboard uh, status, so he felt like that record was just better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that eh, right. not, not so much. Because later on in the battle, he played a lot of his own records. But <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, Jonko <laughs> played everybody's records.
2: Right, he should. I thought. I I thought the, the a lot of people's criticism of Neo was that he played too many Neo records.
3: That's the yeah. Uh, that's, that's what my thing, thing is. Too. So I saw, another, I saw some of that list. Uh, that yeah. I'm like, why do he play so many Neos? Because he's written some. He's he's been writing on some dope stuff. I don't. Okay. I would have went over a couple things. So. Is.
0: So right around this time, this is when it got uh, it got good because mm-hmm. he that went up then. Uh, Johnson played I Don't Wanna by Aaliyah. Uh-huh. So it's like, who can you really match up with an Aaliyah record? Of course, he played Flaws and All by Beyonce. Right. Another That was another great record,
2: but Flaws and All by Beyonce. Hold on, my bad. I'm, I'm asking my resident R&B listener. Her? Flaws and All by Beyonce, or what was the other joint? The Aaliyah joint? I Don't Wanna by Aaliyah. I Don't Wanna by Aaliyah. She she sings it in her head and then, then she she's I'm gonna sorry,
1: tell me. That's a whole... all, no
2: no it's dope it's dope. It, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to tell that you. Tell it, your that, that sort of
0: makes it more pure in a way. Like you remember you going off your memory of the records versus. Yeah, exactly. It, I'm, like, I'm a. But I get to I get to have you, a
3: I'm
0: hard time on. not going with not with not
3: going. She said
2: she Aaliyah. said Aaliyah wins that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah it was uh. Can and I she's come up? i a big Beyonce fan. Yeah, so. that's my number one. Yeah, Beyonce's her favorite <laughs> It's artist. my favorite yeah.
0: female R&B yeah. star. So same for me. And everybody. I'm not the, knows biggest, how I'm how not I, the biggest Beyonce fan
1: though. I love no. her, but neither. I
0: was never impressed with Aliyah's vocal ability, like outside of like the simple notes. So mm-hmm.
1: can I come that's up about it? So like,
3: I mean, but this battle is a a battle, writing a battle of beats, because. Um, Production.
1: Because
3: I'm, I, I'm still going with Aaliyah. So did that. Yeah, I'm going with Aaliyah.
0: Um, so they went. Uh, the next round was Can I Come Over by Aaliyah versus Miss Independent by no other than Neo.
1: Aaliyah.
3: <laughs> Aaliyah.
0: Have, up with
4: Neo. I gotta go with Aaliyah
3: again. Aaliyah. 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 Aaliyah.
4: Kind of, of, but it's, but it's kind of hard to match up with Aaliyah though, man, because like she good records. What do you match up with Aaliyah? You definitely don't match up.
3: Match up Neil against Aaliyah. I wouldn't have put up one of my Neil records against Aaliyah.
0: That's not.
2: Yeah, nah. I mean, you go. You got to go like with Beyonce again.
0: Two rounds later.
2: If, you, if you're gonna uh, keep putting if somebody's gonna keep putting it yeah, I would have went
3: with
0: another Beyonce written
3: song
2: or
0: some other shit that you might got. I
2: can't think of the oh. oh. back with uh no. foolish Well, I mean, well to the Neo wrote i mean, It was it was between Neo and um the guy Jonathan Davis who wrote yeah,
1: Rihanna, not the
2: author. The, um, Rihanna the, Neon, the, Neo the was song um,
1: Unfaithful was it? Neil wrote that. Did Neil write that, or was it just? Yeah, umbrella. But Unfaithful?
2: Unfaithful. Unfaithful went against "Miss You" by by Ali. Oh, did play it? He, uh-huh. I miss you. He, he he played it against "I Miss You" by Aaliyah. Oh, everybody so gonna pick "I Miss You."
5: Unfaithful
1: yeah. against "I Miss You." Yeah. What the
0: fuck? Really? You said some good records versus like you like. Right even if you can win this this round with that record, why chance yeah. it? Right. Like just just put one of your records against the oh, other record, and just take that off. But but yeah. so later uh, with the second and last round, uh, John played "Be Without You" by Aaliyah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Neo matched that with "Let Me Love You," and I gave him that round.
2: Let me love you, yeah, yeah. Let me love you is a is a, is a timeless joint. That's mm-hmm. my job. Yeah, let me love you, do
0: And then the last round, the last round was "We Belong Together" by Mariah Carey.
2: Oh, hold on. Uh, w- versus what?
0: Versus Irreplaceable. So he held
2: Irreplaceable nah. the last one. Yeah, of course he's gonna hold Irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. Sure. Beyonce versus "We Belong Together" by Mariah. I'm taking me.
4: Mariah Carey oh, okay. on that. Dude. Mariah Carey to- wins
2: that hands down. Oh, so yeah. that was like
1: "Emancipation of That was her Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: a yep. tough one for I mean, me, you know, but yeah. I don't, think, I don't think. Well, we can talk about this we
1: offline.
2: Masterficious Mimi's not her for in my I mean, opinion. It was her major, it
1: was a major. Yeah, yeah her I, comeback. Her okay, come, okay, it was a bit the biggest. Prime, come, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah, because she came off
2: litter, and it yeah, that was like that everybody like that killed her. But
1: yeah, but All right. The fact that she came back that strong. Right. Like she she
2: crushed the buildings. Crushed the buildings. It was a. They put a lot of money into that. That album. All right, all right, we talked about our stuff. Okay, bet, bet. <laughs> they put a lot of money in that album. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was
0: that was I mean it was a it was a good battle. Uh they had some good Chris Brown records. And you could like I said, you can one thing you can tell about Neo is he really believes in the power of his actual records. Right. And you could tell that he was very uh he was definitely pitted against a lot of these artists, uh like Chris, you can tell that Chris Brown and, and Trey Song were two particular artists that he was, like, definitely uh, competing against because the way he picks up the songs to go against those records, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, I see I see. what Because it was
2: around the same time era as him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So, one thing I'm seeing, it's like, like, my thing is, if, if, I, if,
0: you're in a, if I'm in a battle with you, like, I got two strategies. If I'm going first, like, I'm, I'm trying to put you in the mouth very round. But if I'm going second, like, I'm going to have my, my second. If I'm going second, my playlist is going to be different. My playlist is going to be, all
1: right, I'm matching you. I'm matching you. Right. It's like, it's like when, you, when you go first, you can shoot whatever shot you want. But if you're
2: got if you following up somebody who's getting a shot, you got to make that or you get the letter. No, but the funny, the funny thing is uh Primo didn't uh we we are getting into Primo versus The Rizza, right next yeah. the funny thing is Primo didn't follow that Primo went was going uh I want to say Primo was going second Yeah Primo was second He was trying to match like tone with The RZA and like eras and stories yeah I mean and it was he could have crushed The RZA in my opinion He's had his, his, his resume is so diverse, but he was trying to go with, like, first of all, I'm sure he holds some of the stuff that's within his Gangstar Foundation a little bit more closer to his heart than some of the other stuff. But, yeah. um, it seemed like he was trying to match tone with, with the RZA. And that don't, the RZA is going to beat you on tone every time. You got Raekwon and Ghostface. They, they the, they the masters of setting the tone. You right, Mef- and then you got Man Mef- and Manor ODB who's turning up on you. He and it so, so I, I, it's like, Prem, I, I, I could have matched up 20 songs versus RZA and beat him probably 15 to, to five.
3: But, I, I was about you know, to say, I'm like, I was saying the same thing, like, yo, if you if you if you're looking at his other stuff that he's produced, I'm like, yo, he's got some ridiculous.
2: Like he didn't he didn't play, he didn't play so ghetto in the, in uh, the uh, first one. He didn't play who got he guns played. in the first one. Like
0: he he missed out on a lot of records that was like like after the Gangstar era. Absolutely. Yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah. Like
0: bro, all, like all these guys who came up after y'all who respected your your production, who got records from you. I think the only record that he played that was even new was the was who was it uh. The Royce Five Nine record that was the only one I heard oh, that was right. like but
2: that was from like not two thousand. That
0: was from yeah, that, exactly. Like, it, felt he, like he, it felt like it he stayed dated just to just to uh, like they, like they had a a, a a behind the scenes agreement. Let's let's keep it all nineties,
2: right? Because the RZA hasn't that, really. I mean, I'm sure he he produces here and there, but I mean he's handing a lot of his production off to his people. You know what I mean especially for these newer Wu-Tang records it's, I mean and people people like especially Wu-Tang heads, loved that last Wu-Tang album is you know but it's not that's not the RZA Like right? the RZA is doing scores he's in movies right now I mean he's right. doing so it's not like he's like not, not, we're not shitting on him like as far as musically is concerned he's still got his you know he's still on top of whatever he's doing yeah, he's but he's not First of all, he's not—he's not really even moving outside of his camp, other than the couple the, that Biggie's joint that he played. Um,
1: he's yeah, not moving outside.
2: Of he so, did a "Long
0: Kiss night record.
2: Yeah, and I, I disagree with you that that Primo lost that. I, I think Biggie, I didn't say Primo lost. I didn't say Primo lost. I said Primo lost the overtime. No, you said I, no. I'm not saying. That, I'm saying that that round you 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 had Primo losing that round, and I I don't, I don't agree. All I, right, I so. No, I'm, I'm, so that was
0: on. round. That was round
2: fifteen. It was Long Kiss Goodnight versus Above the Clouds. Above the Clouds is a dope beat. Like that, that joint is hard, and Inspector Deck crushes it. Like you know what I mean. So nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you on that. One. All right, so,
0: so uh bear, bear, bear withers, uh, rail in <laughs> DJ. Cause I'm I'm pretty sure y'all. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, you notice, uh DJs uh, uh
4: joined the. Joined the fray. Oh, he he just he left though, like like two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, He's he, he in and out. in and out. All right, back. All um, right, so yeah,
2: let's go so, through this. Let's go through this because this this so, is my bag. This is my so bag. Round, so round go. one, yeah.
0: round one. Method Man, bring the pain versus MOP breaking the rules. I agree now, with you. Bring the pain. I want to say, I want to say this. Now I can play like I wanted to play the records, but the problem is is the, depending on the platform, we can't monetize the, uh, the pod if they if we have uh, music that we don't have copyrights to. So I can't necessarily play the record. So if you don't know the record, go check out the Primo versus RZA uh, battle or you can go on your your uh, music streaming platforms and listen to these records on your phone. But I gave uh, round one to RZA for Bring the Pain. I came to Bring the Pain, that was my joint. That was my joint
2: Yes, absolutely It's a hard beat And shout out to MLP But that's not the MLP That I'd put up against Bring the pain You know what I mean? Yeah All
0: right Round two was uh, Wu-Tang Maria Versus Most Deaf Mathematics
2: Most Deaf Mathematics All day, every day I definitely get That, listen So I don't talk about That
0: album a lot
1: Yeah, Black of Both Sides Is a classic
0: I love that album and it's and it's and granted it, the funny thing is Umi says is what drove me to the album. But damn <laughs> I love that album. All right. So uh round three was Raekwon's Wu Gambinos versus Big L, the enemy. Energy.
2: Yeah. The enemy. And I gave I it mean. to the enemy. Yeah. So that's that's two that, one that, right that there. That would have been two one, yeah. Well that's uh, one one, two, because Riz is first, so that's one two. I, one two primo. Uh, round four was Ghostface. All right, we're gonna I, we're gonna debate this one. You get you gave it to Ghostface run. My bad. Pick I it gave it to
0: Ghostface for run versus KRS One. Yeah. Uh, MCs act like
2: MCs act like they don't know is one of the hardest. It's first off. I like.
0: Top, listen, what, a what 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 one did lyrically? Whew. But the <laughs> the the run. I just like the run beat a little more.
2: The record. That oh. One. Huh? I like the run record more. I don't yeah. like. I, I think the beat MCs act like they know The one around. with Capadonna. Yes, it's the one with Capadonna. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Don't they sound a little different though? They different beats, or slightly. There's something different about them.
2: There's two. There, no, no, no. Capadonna on that run beat. Then there's another run by um, JadaKiss. There's two different. Two different. Two different, two different
0: so. Yeah. Uh, you. The, you get that when the KR's one.
2: Yeah, I gave it to KRS One. That's yeah, my, I
3: I gave it to KRS One too. That's what I was I was gonna
0: say. Cause
3: I remember,
2: that, I remember coming up and hearing MCs act like they don't know, and that that just every time that I that hear it,
0: fire. I, I love that right. joint. So round five was Wu Tang Shame on a Nigga versus Dodge Effects Real Hip Hop.
2: Shame on a nigga all day.
0: That, that was yeah. a ball drop.
2: Yeah, it definitely was, was. I felt it like a,
0: that's one of those things where I felt like Primo was just trying to put on for like some. He was trying to spread the wealth. As far as the different artists from that era, and like hey, we gotta fit Dawes effects in here. Let me give him this, and I'm like, mm, like yeah. that's what I, said. I can tell. You not, you not matching energies or something because there's no way I'm playing that record against Shame on, like not against ODB.
2: Not but the funny thing, I mean, uh, he didn't even have to play a Dawes effects record. There's plenty of records on the Gangsta albums, regardless if you like Guru or not, or what you that's know, what I'm a there's better beats than that. they were just way, way better beats. And that so, I, I got in I originally. I got in around that point um, as far as the live. And I can say this: like the the, the the um the quality of the sound does have a real difference. If you if you listen to a lot of these joints, okay. like on especially on RZA's side, Riz is like sound quality coming through whatever he was playing his stuff through wasn't that great. So this is what I did,
0: because I didn't want that to affect my judgment. Whenever a record played, so what I did was once, I I listened to the battle, and I watched it for the entertainment value, but I wrote down all the records. I made a playlist, which I have on my on my Google Play right now, and I played all the records back to back. So I heard them in the, in the quality that you would want to hear the records in. Right, and
2: then okay. I so did, I'm definitely going to do that but, um, when we get off of here. Or you can send me your your playlist or whatever. for All
0: right, so, uh, th- and the only thing is, there's only one song out of that entire 40, uh, 40 records.
1: hmm
0: I think, no, actually, I, that was, I, all 40 records were, were uh, records that you could hear. I think the songs that you could, that weren't on, like, available through streaming platforms were uh, actually uh, – like one record in the overtime. All right. right. Uh, so round six was Wu Tang Protect Your Neck versus Group Home Living Proof.
2: Protect Your Neck is a is a killer. It's a haymaker, and I don't know hey. why he came back with Living Proof. And like, that's what,
0: uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like I feel like he he sort of let those rounds go. I mean, but I don't like I don't know if he has records that you want to waste to try to see what the crowds gonna pick against him anyway. So losing those rounds is understandable.
2: I mean, it would have been hard if, if he would have to something real big against it. He might have got a tie in those rounds like that. But um, protecting that and shame on a nigga are two of the hardest routine records of all the time.
0: You know what, you know, you, what, like, so I'm a, this is what I'm going to do. We're going to get through 10 and we're going to take like a pause and act. So I want to ask you of any records. Mm-hmm. I want to ask both of y'all any records if you feel like one of those producers could have played that didn't play. All right. But we're going to do that halfway through. OK. OK. Yep. All right, so uh, round seven was the Jizz of Cold World versus
2: D'Angelo Devil's Pie. I like Cold World a lot, but uh, Devil's Pie won it for me, too. I Same saw. here. Yeah. Now, yeah. bro,
0: you've heard Devil's Pie, right, by D'Angelo? What
4: you say?
0: Have you heard Devil's Pie by D'Angelo? I'm thinking you haven't heard Jizz's Cold World. But you've, you've had to have heard Devil's Pie. That was a radio hit. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Okay. All right, so uh, number eight was Wu Tang uh, Method Man versus Gang just to get a rep. This wasn't an easy round, by the way.
2: I, I'm I'm a M A T H O D. I I am I, I was there live when he played it, and I was like, okay, just just to get a rep because yes, we we played. I played it while you were here. I'm sorry. The,
1: uh... <laughs> So which one did you take? No, that's us uh,
2: ch- chime in. Chime in whenever you want to. Uh I have i T I'm a big Method Man fan, bro, and that beat Facts. is crazy. Facts. That that, that beat is crazy. crazy. M-E-T-H-O-D,
0: man. Yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D, yeah.
2: M-E-T-H-O-D man. Yeah, Method kill. Yeah,
0: that was my joint.
2: And I that yeah, was you my know, joint. You, when you play it, when you hear it. Okay, yeah. Here hey I am. Here I am. Yo, remember present is I remember, I remember the video. I remember, I just remember, I I I That time frame was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, that time frame was crazy when that
1: came out to me. That's
3: yeah, yeah it,
2: just, it, it was a bomb. It was it was just like a, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a
0: bomb.
2: Method was Man was
0: the trump card for, for Wu-Tang, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Like That's as yeah. lyrical as Raekwon and Ghostface was, and Dizzy was combined, you put them, you put those three guys on the record, and they could like out rap anybody. But the thing about it is, I feel like they rap, they out rap the, the normal person's, you know what I'm saying, digestive, you know what I'm saying, track.
1: Okay. They, you know I'm
0: saying? Did, whereas, Method, whereas Method Man and ODB, well, well, ODB was like, oh, okay, I like this guy. He's a lovable guy. But Method Man was like, he was dope, but he was, he was, I don't wanna, I don't wanna insult him by saying simple, but he was simplistic enough The way it's like, the average person listening to music like, oh, I like this right here. What's this right here? Right. And then you listen like, oh, he actually said
2: some shit. And women loved him, and that makes makes a lot. They of still do love him. Absolutely, he looks the same. Looks he look the same thirty years. So,
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. All
0: right. So, so uh, number nine was Ghostface Motherless Child
2: versus Jay Z Devils, <laughs> the Evils.
4: I got Jay Z. I, I took no. Hove
2: yes sir um yeah i'm 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 in, I'm in agreement just that i'm just going to say that mother that was a dope it's a dope record dope record it's a dope record but it's not the better beat so
0: and then yeah. uh yeah i picked i picked jay-z's record as well so round 10 was uh raquan uh verbal intercourse versus Nas is like by Nas. Hmm. and i felt listen when I first listened because I hadn't heard Verbal Intercourse, okay. so when I was hearing it, I was like, I can't wait to go listen to the actual record. And I'm like, damn, this joint go hard.
2: It's a super, it's a dope record. It's, but a, it's, then, a, it's a dope, but, dope record.
0: But, but then I'm listening to Nasdaq's Like, which I'd heard plenty of time before. I'm like, yo, Nasdaq's Like is like Primo in his bag with that mixing, with that, with the, with the Nas, Nas, Nas is like, Like, he's in his bag.
2: Right. On this one. It's it's a classic it's a classic Primo record classic Nas record, great beat, everybody's rapped over it, yeah, absolutely. So I took Nas's like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I I can I can see people giving it either a tie. I've heard people say that verbal intercourse is a better beat, but I I, yeah, I, I, I I'll give I give it to um Nas's like as well. I
3: don't know, maybe it's the old head to me that
2: went with Nas. I mean, they're both old records. I mean, true. Nice.
1: So we at the
0: halftime point. We at the half the halftime point, right? Right. So let me let me uh, ask you because I had like a a few uh, I'm gonna say issues, but a few things I thought missed opportunities. I call them. What were some missed opportunities from the producers that you thought were there?
2: Um, he could like I I wish he would have went with like a sleeper from the owners, like with Who Got Guns. That joint has Fat Joe on it. Is it's, it's, a, it's Primo, that, that's a crazy beat, and that would have killed pretty much, it would have killed a lot. It would have killed a lot. Um, that was very much a missed opportunity. Um, RZA should have play, played Cream inside the 20. Oh, he did. My bad. I thought he played at that. I thought that was 21. Right. I think he saved it for the end. Yeah, he waited to the very, very end. There was one joint that I was like, yo, RZA should have played that. Um before you know the overtime, but I can't. So what remember. I so so what I
0: didn't put in the chat was the overtime, right? But I I, I could have I wrote the overtime down. Hold on one second.
1: Yeah. So I wrote can the you, overtime
0: can, down. So we could we could we could talk about you know, talk about the overtime. We could talk about the overtime after the fact. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. So. What there's a
2: there's a few joints. So ghetto was not in the in the first twenty. That's my that to be my
0: issue. I felt like Primo. Like I feel like even though he wanted to stick to the, the ninth, like I felt like he had so many. Like so ghetto should have been on. Like he should have used so ghetto. I he should have used the record off of Volume Two. A Million and
2: One is not on here. I I, I don't understand that. Um, he, he he
0: definitely he definitely uh, missed some opportunities. And I'm like, listen, it's like how these producers use uh, Chris Brown, Aaliyah, and Beyonce as, like, bomb droppers. Yo, mm-hmm. a whole record is a, dro- a bomb dropper. You use the whole record. Like, they were so, oh, Nas, Nas, Nas. Like, the last time I checked, Nas is not a bigger artist than Jay-Z. So why, y'all,
2: why y'all so uh, glowed up off these Nas records where... You- Primo, Hove- I think Primo, Primo's best beats he's given to... To, I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and really listen to it again. Uh, not listen to this again, but listen to like Primo's beats versus with Nas versus Primo's beats with um Jay, because um, Jay's giving he gave Jay he's giving Jay a lot of heat, obviously. But that's um, what I'm that's what I'm saying.
0: I'm trying to put my glasses on one hand.
2: <laughs> but I think like him and Nas work. His, him and Nas' work is Nas's best work. Like, right. Other than him and, and other it's than like, it's like comfort for his audience.
0: It's comfortable right. for his audience.
2: Right. But uh, I, I I agree. I mean, like it's Jay's Jay's a Jay's a haymaker. Anytime it doesn't matter. But he's even like Jay's a haymaker. Period.
0: All right. So uh, let's get in the round. Let's get in the second half. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, round eleven was Ghostface Buck Fifty. Versus
2: Gangsta, the remains, right? And I hadn't heard that song. I hadn't heard either one of those songs for real now, like, now, I was a real familiar. I've heard those songs, of course, but I haven't. I listened to Buck 50 again, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Buck 50 is that
4: was that one." Right.
0: So, so let me let me say this one thing. Uh, when I my first, you know, my first job was at Sam Goody. Right. This is like at the end of this was like '99 going to 2000, and it's around the 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 uh. The time where artists were still breaking their own records, like they had to do in store. This, I'm, I don't think, real Felicia, y'all may not know what an in store is. Are you familiar with an in store? Is
2: an in store like when artists would come in stores, like the same. That's when they would go. That's that's when. Yeah, it's like a like a book signing.
3: Oh, yeah, they
2: used to go to like shoe stores. I thought not. Yeah. Sam's. they did it all they
0: right. So it's, that's the, the term is called an in store. So that's when the artists would go and they would actually travel and promote their music. So right. Sam Goody was a big Sam Goody was a power player as far as like uh, record stores at the time that I worked there. Right. And and uh, Ghostface was that because the Buck 50 is off the Sup- Supreme Clientele album. Right. And and right at that moment, uh, Wu-Tang didn't really have a lot of uh, projects coming out. So it was only that Supreme clientele. But I can't remember the record label he was on. So they had to do a lot more in store versus, like, actual promotion. Because right. Man had uh, Takao coming out or Takao 2000. But he was on Def Jam. So he had a bigger yeah. label behind his music. So what ended up happening is, uh, they're telling, like, I'm working and they say, hey, because I was the uh, third key manager, that's the second, that's the that's the third level manager, the general manager, the the, uh, the assistant manager, and the, the, key, the uh, third key manager, that was me. And he's like, hey, uh, just giving you a heads up that I might be coming in because I might have landed Ghostface mm-hmm. killer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and at the time, I'm like, Ghostface is not like, if you ask me who my favorite Wu-Tang members are, Ghostface wouldn't have came up. It'd have been Method Man, ODB, and the Jizzer. Those are my three favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: respected Ghostface. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I hit I hit the line, I'm like, yo, uh, Ghostface supposed to be coming up here. I'm not sure when, but if you want to come hang out, you know what I'm saying? I can, you know what I'm saying? When I get my autograph or my picture, I got you. So you know how, I, you know how I niggas do. This is my first install by the way, so I didn't know how it was gonna play out. And I and listen, <laughs> this is what y'all gotta understand. Listen, if you never like if listen. You know how you know your local boy who raps and it's like his persona ain't really what he rap about because he's trying to get to that level? Right. That ain't the era that these dudes rapped in. Like, <laughs> who seriously, who Ghostface, who hold, who who? all these dudes, like a lot of these dudes who, like, if they respect it within each other, it's because they respect them outside of the lyrics. I right. promise you. Right. So here's the thing. When Ghost, Ghostface actually comes, mm-hmm. and, and um, Matt, that was the manager at the time, he didn't show up. So I was the running the show. And one thing you like, he was like, listen, the only thing I need you to do is uh, when you have an install, don't play no music but that music and play it back to back to back to back. Right. And I'm like, all right. And I had never listened to it. So it's like, I'm listening to this, see if I hear Method Man, and I just hear Ghostface, and boom. I, I happened to be planted at the right time. The motherfucker walks in the store. <laughs> and, and I didn't know it was him because I thought it was like people who heard that they was that he was coming. Right. Mind you, there's so many dudes in Wu-Tang that I don't know all of them.
2: Right. And he didn't and, show his face. He didn't show his face a lot at, at that particular whoa, time. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, though. I ain't done.
2: All right, okay. It's,
1: my like, bad. A, it's like a I'm crowd
0: good. of dudes that come in
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know how you know how New York New Yorkers love their New York artists. They was dressed like New Yorkers, so I'm thinking these are fans getting ready to get like Ghostface uh, oh, autographs and shit, right? right? right, right so right, right. what ends up happening is Ghostface is probably like the third or fourth dude I see, but the first mm-hmm. two or three dudes I didn't know who the hell they were. So I'm like, oh yeah, I for the I got the new Ghostface da 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 da. Luckily, I'm a great salesman. I'm pushing it like it's the hottest shit. This fucking sliced bread. I don't see Ghostface yet. All I see is these dudes who look like they probably listen to Ghostface. Right. Right. And I got the shit bumping, like right. i was supposed to. Yeah. Right. And I and I see these dudes and I see Capadonna. Oh, yeah. right. So I see Capadonna, but I don't like when I see him. I'm like, it ain't registering in my head because I'm thinking right. these regular dudes, right? Right. So I see I'm like, hold up, that look like Cappadonna. That's my-. I'm like, yo, he kept
2: Matt- like 6'5 though. Ca- I'm like, that-
0: I'm like, <laughs> Matt. You told me ghost was coming. <laughs> Nigga, the whole Wu-Tang in this bitch. What the- <laughs> <laughs> right? The- Listen, I think the only two that wasn't there was Meth and and, and-, and Ghost. I-, I mean Meth and uh and OD, because I think OD was probably either in rehab or locked up. One it's of the two. Like that. Mm-hmm. And meth was busy working on a on a project or something. But either way, like nigga. It felt like the whole store had Wu Tang in it. Like they when they moved, it was like a cloud of niggas. They they, they moved in lockstep like like mm-hmm. they did, fuck what they need security for? We are security. I didn't know. Yeah,
3: this is how they back listen, I know
0: real listen, I know real niggas and I know how real niggas do. If you if, Damn that Wu saga on, on uh, Hulu, which is a great show, by the way. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Them niggas wouldn't have had a problem catching the charge if you jumped out of line with any of them. Because the rap shit ain't it's secondary to them. They're proud and their ego is everything. Mm. Being real is everything to them. And, and the, thing about it is, the thing about it is, they was cool as fuck. I bet. <laughs> like, seriously, so I've only gotten, <laughs> listen, I've only gotten three autographs in my entire life. Three.
2: Okay.
0: Ghostface, mm-hmm. Chuck Brown, and I got the autographs of Jagged Edge.
2: I wish I got a Chuck Jag- Brown.
0: Uh-huh. Jagged Edge is my, it's my, it's my favorite R&B group, Uh, one of my favorite r groups of all time. Mm-hmm. I was happy to get their that autograph. That's what's up. Chuck Brown, I got it for my pops doing his Christmas album. I got that autograph for my pops. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I got Brown Mitchell's autograph too. But anyways, uh,
1: I got a Ghostface
0: man. autograph, and I didn't get it for me. I got it for my man Jimmy because Jimmy Ghostface was his favorite rapper, and I and I felt weird a little bit. But I was like, I ain't give a fuck. Like I don't want to get an autograph for another nigga. But that's my that's my man's. He didn't make it. And hey, can you sign this? And I was like, yeah. That I ain't say. I, I had to keep it a little bit of G. So I didn't. Say, <laughs> man, can you sign it out to? Like, I, didn't, I didn't lead him on to think that he was signing for somebody else. So I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they called me Jimmy the whole goddamn, the whole time they was there, they called me Jimmy. That's my man, Jimmy. Right? <laughs> so, hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm from the hood, and you know, if you're from the hood, there's levels to hood. There's like, go to jail off nothing, there's catch a body when you wake up, there's I, know, I have hood since, I have it was, it, it, there's levels to this shit. Right. They a couple levels ahead of me, so I had to at least, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, listen. So, so listen. I ain't never listen. So, let's, listen. I know how to play this game. I used to have a bike. So <laughs> okay. When I got a, when I got my bike, I was broke. I ain't had no money. My mom didn't had no bread. So I made. I, I made my bread because I was a runner. I'm not gonna sell drugs, but I know you sell drugs, so that means you got bread. Listen, you need to stay on the block. How about you, so let me go run and get your, whatever y'all eating, so y'all ain't gotta go. Y'all want some juices, y'all want whatever y'all need, y'all can stay right here and now I go running for you. So I was right. cool with being a runner. You can't, listen, you can't lead unless you learn how to follow, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: so at one point, <laughs> listen, at one point in the, in the, uh, in the day, that they were there for like three hours. I'm like, Yo, what y'all want? I'm gonna go, to, don't worry, y'all stay here, sign autographs, and get this love. Big Jimmy about to go to Hon Doggies for y'all. So, if you know anything about Landover Mall, Hon
1: Hon Landover Doggie's,
0: Hon Doggies was a spot. I'm like, Listen, I got to If y'all want some honey barbecue wings, it's this low key joint. I can't remember the name of it now. But it's a low key joint to sell some bomb ass honey barbecue wings. I got it like i so I went, ran, and got shit for all these dudes. And right. they didn't eat nothing. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I think like one one dude who wasn't like Wu Tang, but I ain't give a fuck. Like, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and run and do this so y'all can stay here because of, listen, so w- like, you may look at it like, oh, TUs are funky. No, 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 no. I need these dudes happy. Because they signed autographs for my customers, right? And that's where I'm. That's where I'm gonna get my money off of. So I'm gonna do that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go run bang my mom, bang, bang. Here you go, boom. But anyways, I said it to say this: Ghostface is as real as they come.
2: <laughs> Absolutely,
1: he as comes real off as them. they come. <laughs> that's what's up. And,
0: and the people around him was happy to be there. Happy to be getting some shine. Ghostface was strictly business. He was like, let me get in here, sign these autographs, spend this allocated time, mm-hmm. and let me get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> but it was a great, it was a great fucking day.
2: Hey, that's what's up, yeah. I didn't know he was gonna get a wu tang story. That's dope. Hey,
0: you know what? The thing about, you know how it is with me. It's like, yo, I did ask forgot about this until we started talking about it. Because of the supreme clientele. out, I even gave Jimmy my CD, even, you know That's what I'm saying? Because it, it had an autograph in it for him, so I gave him the CD. That's we
1: incredible. hung around
0: each other all the time, so if I wanted to hear it, right. I could listen to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whatever. Shout out but to yeah, Jimmy. That was... Salute to him. <laughs> <laughs> so the, salute to Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang
1: forever. Wu-Tang,
0: Wu-Tang forever. For okay. forever.
2: OK, OK, mm-hmm. so. so, so. The oh, oh my bad, the my table. bad. All right. My bad, my bad. Let's go back. Go back to the question that Rizzo Riz should have uh, played triumph. My bad, got it. He
0: right. played in the overtime.
2: In the overtime. Fuck. I mean, that's. I mean, that's, that's one.
0: That's one reason why. I, I, we'll let it play out. We'll let it play out. All right. All right so right, let's right. get let's get back to it. What record we on? We on? Okay. So Buck 50. I said it. to say this. Buck 50 was one of the records when it was playing in stores. Mm-hmm. It, like mm-hmm. that's one that kept catching my it because I. I rock with it, so I yeah. gave that record to
2: Buck 50. Buck 50. Years, I said
0: Buck 50. all of that to say I gave that wreck that round to Buck 50. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: nah, that's that's perfect. I that was perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. So uh, round 12 was Raekwon Ice Cream versus
2: uh, Bi Unbelievable. So okay, this is uh, the RZA. Premium, Primo knew what he was doing. Because this is this is to me it's a tie. Okay. I can't, it was a I, can't one. I can't pick ice cream over unbelievable. I, but I can't say um, ice cream is a better beat than unbelievable. Unbelievable was a, <laughs> unbelievable was one of the hardest records uh, on that cream. album. What? Whatever. That's, on, bro. that's one that's, of, that's another top five. Oh, another primo record that they could he could have played. Whoa, 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 about
0: whoa, about whoa, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I'm okay. going to need you to hold that until afterwards right. because it right. might have been in overtime.
2: All right, all right. Let me get through this, my whole thought about this. Ice cream is a super, it's a classic first and foremost. Unbelievable is too, but ice cream is the, the classic that everybody knows. Right? <clears throat> Unbelievable is one of the greatest beats ever, like, of all time. So I can't, I can't, I, I just can't call that like that. That's a title. and ice cream is a dope beat. Is everybody got off on that? It's a, it's a dope record. But like I, I, I can't, I can't follow that, man. Like you can, if you want to say song versus beat, it, yeah, ice cream is a better song. But unbelievable at the time, even at the time, I'm listening to Ready to Die all day. Un- so,
1: unbelievable.
2: so here's the thing. I, I get where you're
0: coming from. Ice cream is arguably like, like, how many?
2: What's Wake Fran's biggest record? Ice cream. I thought it was a Wu Tang record at, at the time. Like, it's a Wu Tang record, obviously. Would, but yeah, would, you, I mean, like, would you dare say that Unbelievable is no, of course not. Of course
0: not. Is it even the best record on that album?
2: <sighs> no, give me the loot. Is probably, you know, I just depends. Easy so, No B. So, I'm, did thinkin', it. I, so I'm
1: thinking, like,
0: damn. Ice Cream—that's Raekwon's biggest record. Versus Unbelievable, it won't listen as 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 much adulation you just gave that record. If you told people off the top of their head to go write their top ten Biggie songs, it may not make everybody's top ten Biggie uh,
2: It should, but okay. Oh, I'm it, not
0: saying uh, you might should. be right.
2: It should, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I got you. I hear you. I hear
0: you. Uh, actually, Gimme the Loot is not the best record off that album. The Warning is the best record on the album. Okay, it my number two my my for me,
2: The warning. at least yeah. for okay. me. Okay. Bro, are we
0: going
2: um, by hits, though? Ooh. Nah, we're, we're, I, 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 if Listen. it's a beat battle, it's a beat battle. It, That's what I was damn saying. It be,
0: uh-huh. Damn it being a hit. The Warning, I don't care if it's a hit or not. The Warning is, like, one of the greatest the rap records fire. of all yeah. time.
1: Absolutely, if you, absolutely. If you,
0: when The Warning comes on, motherfuckers yeah. stop and start rapping with it. Who that the fuck is it? this? Page of hey, me at 5.46 in, in the morning. morning. at the dawn it. Now I'm yawning. Why it's cold it, it, out, it, my out my out eyes. My eyes. Who's this though. Page of me? And why? It, 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 the way her, Listen, the way Big caught the beats. see who's this Page of me. And why? It's my nigga Pop from the barbershop. Barber told me he was in the gambling spot. He heard an intricate plot. Yo, that is hey, but, my all-time favorite Biggie record. Yeah, it's my favorite
4: Biggie
0: record.
4: I, yeah. give, I give what? my top three, though. I give my top three.
0: The warning is my, my all time favorite
3: Biggie record. I can't even think
4: of I, like, I, can't think I like of it. I like that. I, I, I don't know. I like, big, 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 I like giving the uh, loot the warning. And for me, going back to Cali was one of my top three big, uh, Biggie joints. I like just, that, just I love because, that
0: record.
4: Yeah, I love that record. I love that record. Just because it's, it's so. Because, you know, I'm big on versatility. You know what I'm saying? Like, Biggie at that time was dealing with the West Coast that he took a West Coast beat and killed it, bro. Then yeah, it better it than what the angry. West Coast people did. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why yeah. it's top. I right
2: argue with you. You so. can't argue. All right, let's get back to the back. To the, okay. Back the. Okay. Back the. okay. Back to it.
0: All right. So where we at? Where we at?
2: You said right, ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Go back.
0: So I gave it the ice cream because okay. I like I like unbelievable, but where it ranks as Far as his catalog, it's like eh, it didn't match for me,
2: right? So, if you play so ghetto, okay, hold on, wait. If you play so ghetto right there, what happens? I'm,
0: I'm taking so ghetto, okay, because <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. I'm so ghetto, ghetto girls fall in love with me, yeah, yeah, Flip. <laughs> what? yeah. yeah. I'm so yeah. Ghetto. yeah, oh
1: it's, my a, God. A,
2: it's, it's a oh top God. five God. primo beat. So ghetto is a top five primo beat. All right, okay. Volume three
0: is so slept on. Super slept on. Jesus Christ.
2: Super How slept do people man.
0: sleep on volume three?
2: I don't know. That's,
1: if you
0: sleep on thing. volume three, I can't respect your opinion on rap ever. <laughs> go, listen. Go get a couple ice cubes, put it in a cute glass, pour a little bit of bleach in it, and drink that shit. Who <laughs> we talking about? Who?
1: But anyway,
0: <laughs> anyways, let's get to it. Round 13, round 13, Rizzo hit me with ODB Brooklyn Zoo. And I'm that's like, yo.
1: Yeah, that's my. So, was hard. This,
0: so this is how I said I said, damn. Brooklyn? What Zoo. can Primo possibly come up with? What can he possibly come up with that I'm like, because by default, I'm taking this record. Right. I'm taking Brooklyn Zoo. Say, you. will you step to the old dirty bastard? Brooklyn Zoo. I'm like, I'm like I'm taking this joint, right? And then he put Javu the Damage to come clean, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> and this is how I decided to take come clean. I had to strip it down. Like, do I like the beat more, or do I like ODB on that? ODB made that record go. Yeah. So I had to say, okay, I'm taking that come.
2: Ding, yeah, ding, that the, 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 the yeah the cowboy bell on advance. Yeah. yeah. It's go, it, it feels like go go. It feels like you could you can make a go go joint out.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I hey, uh, so Real okay.
1: Mhm. You
0: get it's forty songs that's going on here. I don't need you to listen to every song, real. I, but what you need to do, I need you to do this. When listen you, to you listen to that come clean. Boom. Right. Boom, boom. Woo.
1: That I think I'm gonna
4: sixteen
0: to that joint tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: that thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah,
0: I'm fine, like fine. okay. So fine. I took. Just for the record, I took Come Clean.
1: Yeah. For the yeah.
0: record.
2: It's a W. It's yeah. A w. For, All
0: right, round fourteen, he came back again.
2: What ODB? Yeah, they stayed in Brooklyn for the whole time. That whole like. They had two
0: had to. <laughs> so he, he dropped the ODB shimmy shimmy y'all versus Big kicking the door, and I had to come back to this one. I had to come back to. Him.
1: I, I don't I don't agree
2: with you on this one, though.
0: No. Listen.
2: I can't, a part I can't. of me
0: don't agree with myself. <laughs> 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 in the doorway, getting the full four. All you heard was Papa you Don't. don't me and you know what? <laughs> listen. Listen. So, way, I feel like that beat was probably one of, one. like, I felt like Primo was not his in his normal bag with that beat, too. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like he changed up his drum patterns a little bit. That's another thing about Primo with, with me that like sort of, it sort of you know what I'm saying, That lowered me to sleep because he had like the same bass drum pattern on his mixes. Boom, boom, boom. Kick the yeah, kicking the door was my shit. So yeah, that's a, that's I'm not fine. saying mm-hmm. that I like kicking the door less than I like shimmy shimmy y'all.
2: No, I'm not and saying I that. Like but I, also, I, Joe Buttons, Joe Buttons podcast was talking about this. I just listened to it. And they were saying "Shimmy Shimmy you is not a, a RZA produced song. Of course, he EP'd everything that they did, but that wasn't—he didn't directly produce that joint. So I, I not to say that that I, that in my mind when I was listening, I listened to it live. So I was like, "Nah." I mean, kicking the door for me is—I can't—I can't, I can't give like, nothing overrides that for me. I understand. <laughs> and, and "Shimmy Shimmy you yeah. is a dope nah. record. It, it's oh, out of there,
1: like no.
0: So dope "Shimmy Shimmy Y'all." It's the record that got me loving ODB. Absolutely, right, that's right. so. It's like that okay. record just means a little more to me. Kicking the door. Listen, this is
2: if you take that album, does that album not still go off without kicking the door? Of course, but at yeah. the same time, wait, wait. When I heard kicking the door, I'm gonna tell you, Big Ticket was still on 95.5. They had leaked. The life after death, like a two weeks after uh um Big died, kicking the door was the was the most fire record out of the four or five joints that he played. And he played Notorious Thugs, he played Downfall, and he played Sky's the Limit. Then he played. Hey, it's better than the those record. records. Kicking the door is better than those records. That's why.
4: Better than Downfall. You
0: play Yes.
2: Yes. It, it, I love Downfall. Downfall is one of my. my uh, kicking the door really is mean.
0: better than Downfall. Downfall one of my
2: favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Bro. It's, it's, it's
0: but home, bro. so the beat I'm, is of course. I'm not. I'm, I'm not begrudging right. anybody who takes kicking the door over. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. But okay. shimmy, shimmy, y'all epitomized who ODB was. Absolutely. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Shimmy, yam, shimmy, Yam. Give me that button so I can take it away. Oh my. <laughs> hey. So I gave it to shimmy, shimmy, y'all. But listen, it's one of those rounds where like it could have went either way. Now this is when you say we you disagree. Round fifteen, uh, big okay. uh, big long kiss good night versus Gangsta Above the Clouds.
2: Yeah, I, Above the Clouds is a better beat by far, and Inspector Deck kills that shit. Like okay, 100%. like long kiss. I love long kiss Goodnight, night, of course. I love the album. Biggie's my favorite MC, but um, and and I remember I I knew it was a riser beat. I knew he was gonna play it. I didn't know you know you know at some point. <coughs> Um Primo, like switched it up on them and hit above the clouds, and it's it's such a like a, doom, doom, doom. it's it's a it's just a uh, it's a it's a fly, laid back, still dope record. It, I above the clouds is a is very underrated. Underrated. You know song. what
0: it is. You know you know what I will say.
2: What might have <laughs>
0: swayed me is mm-hmm. me not knowing that that was a uh RZA produ- produce uh, production. Oh, you didn't know. I, I I had already
2: knew that. I had already known.
0: because because uh i just i just never had gotten to the habit of looking at who produced biggie's beats for some reason so i never looked to see who produced it even though that risa did it so when i was like damn risa did this it like it resonated a little bit more with me yeah i remember
2: i remember um reading the breakdown there was like a a a, a, a whole article about how um life after death came together in the source i remember reading that whole whole thing okay and they they interviewed the RZA. they interviewed I think Method Man like yeah yeah you saw I remember from back then that it was it was a RZA beat but and I knew he was going to play it All right. like, above the clouds is super dope I I can't I can't fault anybody for going with um you know Long Kiss but um, um I I can't I can't put it put it over above the clouds All
0: right, so round 6 round uh, 16 Ghostface Assassination Day versus uh Nas New York State of Mind. So
2: I had yeah, I had to New York
4: back.
2: Yeah. I had to go back and listen to Assassination Day because the, the quality of the the um it's a, tough the live. it's a dope record. It's a dope record. NY State of Mind is a top two Primo beat. It's one of my favorite records of all time.
0: Take it Um so you get it in Nas then? I gave
2: to the, yeah, the primo. Okay. okay. I
0: give it, it the Premier. All right. Round 17. Raekwon yeah. Criminology versus Gangstar. Uh
2: Criminology is a dope, dope record. Uh DY DWY. D-W-Y. You gave it to Dwick. And I I, I say I say Dwick is a is a classic record, but criminology is the doper beat. Okay. I I, I can't, I can't, criminology is a doper beat. And it I really think I it. think
0: because I hadn't heard criminology before and I know that I liked the wick and i like that record I,
2: it, it, I i like that one more i mean it has a classic line it has a classic you know it's a classic song but um you know i pull more stunts than bruce willis is a dope i mean of course that's a classic record classic line classic song but um criminology is a better beat okay
0: okay
2: i can't i can't yeah all
0: right round 18. Right, Raekwon incarcerated Scarfaces versus Royster
2: 5 9. Boom, incarcerated Scarfaces is a top 10 Wu Tang affiliate thing, you know. Uh, yeah, that I, went with, I went with
0: that record as well.
2: Like, and, that- and Boom is it, Boom is my shit. boom is boom is hard, like that. Yeah, Boom, I love Boom. That's the first Royster 5 9 record I ever heard. Boom is really super dope. Yeah, that was before I heard the Bat Meets Evil stuff.
0: Nah, and Rock City was the first record I heard from Royce. Byron.
2: Yeah, I heard I heard Boom way before that. I heard Broom way before that. So, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom is hard, and I he sh- he maybe he should have probably played it against like Criminology or something. But, um, no, no, you can't you can't beat Incarcerated Scarfaces with Boom. All
0: right, round nineteen, you had uh, Method Man, <laughs> You're All I Need versus uh, Big Ten Crack Commandments,
2: and
1: nothing's Ten beating. Crack us. Of
0: so here's the thing. I listen as much as I, I love that song. That mm. yes, I like. Absolutely. I like the Puff Daddy mix way better than I like that beat.
2: Mm. The remix. Mm.
0: Yeah, I love that version way better than the original. When I when I would like look for that song and I would get that version. That that original version. I was like, mm. man, what the hell is this? I want to... Like sweet morning dew,
1: mm-hmm. oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it was plain to see you are my destiny. That's my joint. But, boom, boom, bump, and I like, said, "Tick crack <laughs> of was what?" Yeah, what? boom, <laughs> <"Bim, bim, bim."
1: laughs> Yep. boom, boom,
2: boom. like now, that shit hard. Unbeatable, unbeatable, unbeatable. <clears throat> Five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's yeah, Chuck Brown. Commandments it, yeah. crushes it. The cuts on it crush it. Yeah, <laughs> so, what? Yeah. He was in his bag. In his bag. Alright, So, round twenty. <clears throat> this is
0: yep. another tough one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Wu Tang Cream versus Gangsta Mass Appeal.
2: I love Mass Appeal, Ooh. but Cream. I, I love
0: cream Mass. Listen, I don't. I, I don't prefer Guru. But he can rap. Don't get me wrong. I say he can not rap. It's just I think it's his voice irritating me. And mass
2: appeal was my joint. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too much about Guru because uh, uh, me and you are on the same page. We're not the, his biggest fans. But uh, like mass appeal, like they always had joints. Like you can't even you can't be mad. Like they always had joints. Yeah. Always. Like they. I, I can't, can't. I never deny that. Yeah. They always had joints. But mass and mass appeal is a dope, 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 super dope record. But cash rules
0: everything around me. Cream hit, hit the hit. money, dollar cream dollar bill, y'all. Harder, way
2: harder. Cream hits way harder.
0: Every I mean, every one of the members was in their bag on that record.
2: Soup. Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> cash I mean, rules everything around. Me. I mean, they made cream mean something different to this day.
2: <laughs> exactly, everybody, yeah. you can say, like yeah. White
0: people in Idaho it. know what cream mean?
2: Changed the whole, yeah, it changed no, People still the whole wear
0: t-shirts saying that. Lexicon. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolute. Then yeah.
0: Ghost, they, they they jumped in that Rayquan beat
2: with both feet. Yeah, Ray crushed that drink. That, that, no. oh, son, RZA didn't play shadow boxing. What the?
1: Yo, so let yo, me so, really so Brian, did you tidy,
0: Brian, did you tally Brian? Did you tally up your scores? Because no, I when I was scoring it, I, I it felt like it felt like Primo won. But when I looked at all the scores, like damn, they they evened out 10-10. So I mm. had him a draw. That was what I was about
2: to say it sounded,
3: it like, so, it sounded like we were going going to I think I have
2: have now. A, if my score, I think I have them twelve. I think I have eleven. I have an eleven nine. Uh, primo or oh,
0: what's Yeah?
2: Yeah, instead of instead of what Tintin or whatever. So, end, never
0: mind. so what was interesting is that I didn't look at the score. I just looked. At, I just I wrote. I I, I, I picked which one I like more, and then I, I sent them over, and then I went back and I listened to the overtime, because I wanted the overtime separate because I feel like they people just do overtime. Just for the fans,
1: right?
0: right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, if they would have, if I would have counted overtime, like, so, I had Tintin. 10, so let me give you the bad. We gonna go overtime. We go overtime. This is the overtime records. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pretty, in my opinion. It wasn't pretty. All right, so overtime. The first record was uh, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Like that is another Wu Tang classic.
2: It's up there with yeah, Protect It. And he mass-
0: He played Crooklyn Dodgers. Return of the Crooklyn Dodgers. Now that crickets exactly. So you had to been like entrenched in Brooklyn hip hop to know that record because I don't even think it was on like a, I think that it was no, a it's collaborative like a group super, yeah, on it's the Brooklyn a... album on the, the on, the on the, on, the,
2: yeah, on the on the soundtrack yeah
0: yeah. So I gave yeah. that to Wooch, I gave that to Rizzo. Right. Then round then round two, Rizzo mm-hmm. played "Dark Fantasy." Mm-hmm. Can it get much higher? Mm-hmm. So high. Like, like mm-hmm. oh, I, the thing about it, like, oh, shit.
2: He did that.
0: I forgot, yeah. I forgot RZA put his yeah. touches on that thing right there, boy.
2: Yeah. He right? Did. Yep. Absolutely. So
0: I, I guess this is the por- portion where Primo wanted to try to match energies, And he played a Kanye record called Classic, mm-hmm. which is a solid hip hop record. But I'm like, bruh, you're not hitting up it against Doc Fantasy. You bugging?
1: Well, That's you that old head shit them. right there,
0: man. That's that old head mentality. You tripping, cuz.
1: <laughs> so,
4: so you can relate then.
0: Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: was, what's the next joint?
0: All right, so the next record was Wu-Tang <clears throat> Triumph.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, so, uh, actually, when I heard I'm like, oh, he he's probably going to win this round. And then he came with uh, Represent by Nas. was a tough record, but this it ain't trying.
2: It's not. It's not. You can't beat it. Yeah. You're not beating me. There we go. Okay. Okay. Well, is, is there another joint? How, how, how many joints in did they go?
0: Yeah. All right. So the next record, the next record was, uh, this is the last round. The last round was Nas' uh, Tenacia. I'm not, I'm not a big enough Nas fan to even heur- have heard that record. So I was like, eh, it's a solid record. I'm like, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to think, okay, Riz is going to lose this round. Because, I like, this record is a, like, it's like a throwaway to me. Right. But then Primo decided to play Christina Aguilera, ain't no other man. What? And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? (laughs) So my oh, oh, you try to switch it up and play some some that. So I what? No, bro, you had so many other records to play. This is your last record of the night. This is this is the lasting impression you want to leave upon the people. It's Christina Aguilera, ain't no other man.
2: He could have hit the Limp Biscuit record and still probably would have. Who
1: raised you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, hey, I, I don't know what Primo was on. I don't I don't know what Primo's on, bro. It was he could have played the none of y'all better record. It's a, it's a top, it's definitely a top five. First of all, it's a top five locks record. It's a top five, it's a probably top five, top ten uh DJ Primo record. He could have like Rizzo should have played Triumph in the twenty. Like yeah, should Oh. Oh. All
1: right,
2: like, so Primo should have crushed him. In the in the
0: twenty. So that's why I said that uh he watched him in the overtime.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't uh, hear the overtime, but yeah.
0: So this guy oh, so uh, you know, that got that to be looking forward to the the babyface one, but that was a it was a good it was it was entertainment. Definitely took you back. Definitely uh challenged you to go listen to some earlier hip hop. If you haven't been familiar with like the early to mid nineties uh hip hop uh uh, New York landscape that definitely made a great picture for you, you
5: know what I'm
0: saying? So, uh, it was a good battle. Um, <clears throat> so speaking, of, you know, we didn't so we wanted to talk about uh, we mentioned that we we're going to talk about the draft, but before we get into the, the uh, draft, right? Right, have did y'all watch uh, any of the NBA uh, horse competitions?
1: No, no, oh? no.
3: No. So, so I watched on, clips here. I seen clips here and there, but I didn't watch it none. On principle,
0: I thought, you know, that's a good, that's a good idea to give some fans something. The problem I had was like, yeah. you could definitely tell who was like an OG <laughs> in the game who had did right with their money, versus like, <laughs> some this. seriously, like, uh, <clears throat> like Chris Paul. Paul Pierce, they had like courts, like they could probably charge Bama to come play games at their court.
2: Like Paul Pierce has been making twenty five million dollars a year for for the last eight years, so I mean, of course,
1: right, and that's
2: cool. Paul Pierce I didn't even make a max, so that's that's what's up. If he if he got if he's on that like that's that. what I took away from it. Like yo, like if you come into the
0: game and you want to be uh, like oh I want to be like this player, I want to be like damn. Once you in the league, you you establish some type of you know I'm saying, quality of quality life. You should be trying to connect with these guys who maybe didn't get the biggest bag all the time, but mm-hmm. still was able to carve out a great life. Like, mm-hmm. so that was that was one. So the reason I say that is because uh, Chauncey Billups, who had enough. I you know I, I love Chauncey Billups. Who had a great looking basketball court? Mm-hmm. When it gets Trey Young,
1: mm-hmm. Trey
0: Young, Trey Young's basketball court. You know when you driving through a nice neighborhood.
1: I I once you I get
0: out the hood, you drive through a nice neighborhood I I and you see all these uh basketball courts in the driveway.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what he had.
0: That's what Trey Young's joint looked
2: like. No, he's still on his rookie deal. He, he, <laughs> he's you yeah, know he's going to get no, some no, guys. No, no. I'm
0: not knocking it because. This, area look way better than what I could afford. Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that to not Trey <sighs> Young about his where he's at right now. What I'm saying is, it's like I would have preferred the NBA or ESPN, who ran this, to match not just players but like quality of court. Right. Like right. Trey yeah. Young is planning on drawing Who probably the wind blow? They got to put fucking sandbags on the back of it.
2: Okay. Right. Versus- so I, don't, I don't know what you got a you got a timer on your joint. My bad. I, I ain't gonna interrupt. But you got a you got a time. You know how long you've been recording. I, I, I wanted to stay under your two hours and all that and make sure you okay. Your, you know I mean?
0: All right. So, uh, over the course of the last couple weeks, I've been the, the stay at home uh dad, <laughs> and uh and I'm just you know. Spending a lot more time being able to have like both myself and Lucy at, in the, in the, uh, in the, at, at home at the same time around Teddy. And I was like, you know, and also, you know, we always had these conversations about uh, upbringing and who had it. We always comparing it like in a, in a bad way. Who had it worse? We, we never because we're so humble. We don't want to feel like we're bragging and say, oh, I had it better than you. So it's like the flip side is, man, I had it way worse than you. You, had, yeah, I, you had three pairs socks. I only had two. You know what I'm saying? We we always we always do that. So I'm like, you know what? It's like, and I said to DJ earlier, I'm like, like
2: if I was y'all always guy. y'all team deflection period. Like y'all, who's the funniest? Oh, I'm not the yeah, funniest. They are man. I'm not the funny. They, they, they are. Like shut, shut up, shut up, shut up. Down there too. Light skin nigga. I got it. So so I, I'm, I'm like you know you
4: I'm like I said
2: to bro. DJ. I said, if our if
0: I, if our fathers were to like privately listen to our conversations, they would feel like they were being villainized a lot of times. Right. And I, that doesn't mean yeah. that it's Point. not warranted.
2: And I, but that's I, I, not
0: our. That's not necessarily our agenda. Right. Right. So I was like, I just and, and I was I was sitting on the couch
1: mm-hmm.
0: with my two-year-old son. Mm-hmm. With his mother, mm-hmm. I as a as like my mother and my father don't have that memory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get what I'm saying, right? So I'm like, and, and that's what that's why I said. I, it, it sort of sparked me to want to have this conversation because I feel like I feel like we have four different perspectives. As we have, I'm the oldest son. DJ's the oldest son. Will is the oldest son. Yeah. <clears throat> But I, but I said DJ said I said Will and Brian, y'all, y'all uh the way y'all linked in with a lot of y'all likes is very similar to DJ and Rail with a lot of their likes because Rail grew up watching DJ. You grew up watching watching Will or watching what he liked. So you sort of had similar interests, right? But one thing DJ said a couple days ago is like comparing his dad as the 30-year-old dad raising him and his brother versus Watching him as a grandfather with his with his son, it's like two completely different dudes. And I said, "Well, DJ, you probably got three different versions because that's the oldest. You probably had it hard as hell. Then you got to see your dad with rail. Where it's like he didn't necessarily have the same gloves on. Mm-hmm. He had gloves, it's not the same one. And now it's like a whole different pops that he deals with now. Right? You all had the same thing Well, Will. You had your father has enough has a iron." Uh, and you had another a sister from him, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well they, they uh-huh. he, he raised a younger uh, our our sister, yeah. They, they were, they were, right, but but he, he had he yeah. 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 but he had Aaron after you though Brian. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Brian
0: is a middle yeah. child.
2: Yeah. Well he's 13 years, like I, I was raised as the youngest the whole time. So Okay. So like like he I was 13 when um Aaron came up. And we, we weren't raised in the same house. So it kinda, it's kind of it's a little different so how so
0: how long were out of curiosity how long was your mother and your father together while in the same under the same roof all
2: right so um my dad left out or had to leave at like 11 he came back for a few months then we heard about aaron and then who got the background yeah i don't know what the background i think that's i think that's real bro
4: name me no, they were arguing for years. They were arguing for a couple of years. In there,
3: and
2: they, they, so, yeah, yeah, it was, a bunch of, it was the, last, the last three years of that. So, he left when I was 12.
4: Oh, was that? It, was, it was sixth grade, was
2: sixth grade when, I, when, when he left out for good. Like, when he got a new house, all that. I was 12.
3: You know? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I um, thought it was gone, but it was.
1: Yeah, I was in sixth grade when he did. that
0: so
3: sixth
1: grade, loud on yeah, yeah. So,
0: so as a as a as a as a youth, did life? How did like like how did life change for you and Will? Having having Dad move out of the house. All
2: right, so like- I'm gonna say this because uh, I I have these conversations I, whenever I bring up my father. Um, my my, my girl is in the room now because I'm. It's always in, it's sometimes it's a lot of it's in a negative light. I want, but I want to say this: My dad was a good dad. He did what he could. Um, how mm. did it change? When at twelve, he just wasn't in the crib. Like he was always a, a a workaholic, so like he was almost never in the crib anyway. But exactly, like we never, never saw him. Like we saw him on weekends. And when he was
3: home, he was also very much into the church.
2: So yeah, when he, he was home. So there's a couple well, what things. What would end up right?
3: happening is he would be so into his Bible and his studies right. that we wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? We connected way more after he left the house. obviously. yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Like when I connected with my pops, I was 21. I was back. I was I came back home. He was, trying to make I was time. working for him. When I was working for him, I could. I that's when I, I really connected with my dad. Okay. I didn't connect with my dad during my, my teenage years, and, and early on, it was it was either. There's is some thing about my pops. There was, shut up. There's, there was his God mode, like my brother just talked about, and his work mode. Okay. Like, my, I work, I work, I do the same thing my father does. So he's been my greatest um, asset and my and and um, advisor, like over my life. So hands down that way. But it's hard to connect with him. I can't be a friend. We can't be friends. We're not friends. Okay. So is is that's that's. OG, that's my pop. Do you feel
5: like you got you to gotta be friends with your dad?
2: I don't feel like, I, I think he feels like we should be friends, but I don't, I, don't, I mean, not, not in that degree. No, like, I've checked him, but, like, he only really got with, with so it's hard, it's hard people. to relate to him. He's not a, like, it's hard to relate to him on a human level. Okay. You what I mean, so it's, 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 it's just, like, you can't really yeah, talk man. to him, but two types, different things that he's really into. So... And so, that's been that's been my whole life.
0: I've known you for twenty years,
1: uh-huh.
0: and one thing I noticed is that you are real uh, close to the vest about a lot of th- things that may make you emotional. And I can imagine that comes from inherited from your pops, right? Ooh, absolutely. So, and and I feel like uh, a lot of the tendencies that I see with like DJ and Daryl, where they're like real similar, like you're not about to you're not about to see them out of character. Like you don't want to see them out of character. Number one. So I think, in a way, it's sort of like they sort of like protecting you from seeing them out of character because you don't want to be the reason why they out of character. And I feel like, like my mm-hmm. like growing up under my uncle D, like he was real silent, right? That line with with they asked about the Incredible Hulk, and his answer was, "I'm always mad."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that's my uncle D. Like I feel <laughs> like, like if you got around my uncle D and he ain't like he ain't blowing up shit or or, or kirkin. It's like he was always mad. He was just real good at keeping himself composed around people, around the family. And I felt like uh, DJ and Rail, you know what I'm saying, are sort of like this real similar. It's like they, they got great smiles. So you think, oh, them guys are nice. Yeah, okay, until you give them a reason not to be nice. They are the epitome of don't give them a reason not to be nice. But, you know, so we – another one reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because I know that DJ and Rail have a different uh, experience because they – Grew up, uh, they were military brats, and they got to move around, and they had a, a military dad. So, 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 DJ, what can you say is the biggest difference between watching your your father raise you versus rail versus being a
5: granddad? It's temperament. My dad is a uh, uh, so the same thing you just said at us. He he when he's on that level. Like he can give me a l I'm third I'm almost thirty two now. He can give me a look right now, and it'll make you stop for a second like shit. Like he that that look he gives you and his temperament, like his attitude, when it's at that level, he's not always at that level. But that's the biggest thing about it.
4: What about you, <clears throat> Ray? Um his arrogance. Uh he's not as arrogant as he used to be when uh when he was younger. Even when he was in his twenties, of course I wasn't born. I seen pictures of him and I was like, God damn, dude. Like, you's an arrogant mother sucker, man. Like, bro, you need to chisel. Then, like the DJ said, you know, his temper, man, because, like, my father, you know, um, I'm not going to go down this, uh, you know, his, his past and everything, but he's very to himself. He don't really deal with a lot of people. He likes being by himself. And once you piss him off, there's no stopping until he wants to stop. It. And that's not going to be very quick, you know what I'm saying? And, and and to see him now, he's a lot more reserved, you know. Um mm-hmm. he's actually like mm-hmm. showing more affection than what he did with uh with me and DJ. It's not to say that he didn't love us or anything like that, but that's just not him showing emotion in regards to how he felt about the situation or about people in general. So like the the you see my pops, you know, like <laughs> give Nick a hug and stuff, I'm like, man, nigga what was this, dog? <laughs> what was this, bro? Like dog, man, you know, like and I, I think he has a lot more understanding. Also, you know, and I guess that's his calling with age and maturity. But that's probably the biggest thing. You know, I see him uh, our father as uh, time occurred. Right. I
2: see. I, I think that's a lot. Uh, uh, that's, that's a really similar thing to my pops. My pops didn't have no patience. hmm So it was. It was either like get on his level, or you going. You going hear about?
1: Him. Mm. <laughs> I
0: think so, a lot of what they dealt with. It's like
2: like like. He expected you to
0: already like I mean, the, the teaching aspect, expected, yeah. like you, he wanted you to yeah,
2: graduate. That's a that military trip. thing, though, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. in the military, yeah, that's a like, the military probably, thing. You
3: should know exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so like the difference I've seen between yeah, so what happens, like me and my like the way that, I don't know, like we only three years apart, so the way they treated, I, I had to tag along my brother, so I got things that my brother probably didn't get when I, mm-hmm. we were the exact same age, but between me and my little mm-hmm. bro. A little bro got protected a lot by his moms, and he got like he. I think my pops felt real guilty about having him, like in general. So he got a lot more. Uh, he he got a lot more things. He probably didn't get a lot more time, but he got a lot more things. You know what I mean? So it's, okay. like, it's really But He was always so, angry. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's you know. So <laughs> this is
0: this is one of the reasons why I found I find these conversations important. I mean, among uh, you know what I'm saying, aside from being interesting, it's important because I represent the the stereotypical black home where it's like my mom and my dad uh, split up when I was six months. So my dad and my I never had the experience of my dad mm. and my mother. You know, I never I never got to see any like love i didn't get i didn't get to study my dad and see how like a household is supposed to be and how how like leadership was supposed to be and i feel like as a as a as a man in a my first in my and my deepest committed relationship with with uh with lucy and and raising my son i feel like i have these hurdles that i have to jump over and and and, I, and at, sometimes I, I sort of like, I don't want to say I, it's not a, uh I I don't want to say I oppose her, but it's like my thing is like, yo, you really don't completely understand how much of a lack of these things were in my life compa- compared to what you experienced for you to expect me to just like gravitate towards these type of things like like outside of a family dinner at I'm saying on Sundays, we didn't eat as a family because I didn't I didn't there wasn't a family to eat with. You know? There there wasn't my mother didn't have the money to force to go and experience eating in restaurants and and, and doing a lot of things that families do because now don't give listen, so when my mother separated from my father, uh my eventual stepfather at the time, Tony, was there like as far as being the man of the house but i think his first of all when my father found about uh tony he rode up on him and beat his ass so they didn't have a they didn't have one of those you know good relationships and my father's is is a very uh composed person so after he got his licks off i guess they were able to you know be present for the handoff whenever my pops came and picked me up, if that was ever the case. But as far as like, they was never gonna be on some kumbaya. And I feel like, because I was like, I'm such a Brooks and I'm such a Stephens, it's like a lot of me, it's like a lot of, you know what I'm saying, my dad, I feel like a part of Tony was reluctant to like, really try to bond with me. So I don't recall a lot of moments where, where Tony tried bonding with me. So I didn't have a a a male figure like constantly trying to bond with me, you know, because I feel like he just didn't want to waste his time because it would have been like a wasted effort. Because like I I didn't know any better, so I I glorified my dad, regardless of how good or bad of a a, a dad he was actually being. Uh, I just I, that was like you couldn't tell me nothing bad about my pops because you know. Tyrone loved my dad like everybody loved Mm. my dad so anytime I'm around anybody and they talk about my father they all speak great about him right so the only person that would or could speak bad about him was my mother but thankfully my mother wasn't one of those uh, she didn't bash my father at all like my mother never came out of the mouth and said anything negative about my father and I think part of it was because she knew how I felt about him and so she didn't want to waste her time fighting the uphill battle of being the bad guy saying truthful but you know what I'm saying uh scathing remarks about my dad.
1: Um, yeah so that,
2: I think that's the difference between me and me and uh me and Will's versus your uh experience with our father. It's like like my mom's of course he she didn't say nothing bad about him either until we like we got grown and he's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy, Like we see like when when, the, when he wasn't Superman no more and we we got to see, you know what I mean, like all the, you know what I mean, all everything, all the cracks in the armor, and we we can speak on it. My mom was mm. saying things, you know what I mean, but she wasn't on it like, oh, you you know, your dad's this, your dad's that. Yeah, in front of us.
5: So, I think that says a lot about the mothers over bro. Yeah, I think that's yeah. one
0: thing we all had in common where our mothers sort of wanted to wait until we saw things for ourselves before they, were like, mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got, you're you yeah. not mistaken. That's, your, that, that's how your daddy is. Mm, that yeah. motherfucker be tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah. Real might, real might name not
4: remember it. all of it. Yeah, yeah. He said, he, bro, might he said
5: I might not what." He said, "Real night might not remember every." So I remember, I'm older than real. I'm four years older than him. So it's things that I remember that he probably saw somewhere down the road. But I think it's a lot of shit that I saw that he didn't get a chance to see, and um, you know. I can't. You can't take. You can't substitute that mm-hmm. your father mm-hmm. being there, or being a part. Because my dad definitely went to all our football games, took us mm-hmm. fishing, uh, you know that type of thing. But the thing, the thing that I just realized, I t- I texted Rail This like probably a couple weeks ago, a month ago. I, time time is messed up with me right now. I don't know what today is. Right. But Point I texted him. I was like, bro, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I ever heard my pop say I love you or nothing like that. Or i I think the one time I heard him say I'm proud of you is when he told rail. And I'm not—I'm the big brother, so I don't—it doesn't affect me. It's just I'm glad he says that to my child or my brother. So that's the—that's the role that I, mm. I take on
0: with it. You know, and it's funny you say that because I feel like my dad, like, by the time I got to be like 20, my dad would like y'all and tell me how he's proud of me. And I feel like, and I—I've always felt like I don't like when people tell me they're proud of me because yeah, I don't feel like I've really accomplished anything. Like, be yeah, honest, yeah, I, like, I feel like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Like. Like I didn't, I didn't graduate high school with a, a 4.0. I didn't, was it, but I does
1: wasn't the Victoria
5: change now. What, 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 well, what's that, going on in America and not being locked up in stupid shit like that. So, so
0: listen, I'm not saying that that's like, I feel like we shouldn't have to be proud of that as black people. We shouldn't have to be proud of not of, of survive. Cause me, that's just surviving as a black man from the hood. I'm not locked up, I didn't kill nobody, I haven't gotten shot, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have no crazy wildness going on in my life, and I have a job that I can be proud of. Like, you know, I got an honest, I make an honest living and I can, you know what I'm saying, occasionally help people out, you know what I'm saying? But So I feel like part of my dad telling me he's proud of me is because he looks at it from, like, he looks at it from a, like, I, like, I feel like my dad failed me. Well, let me, like, I feel like my dad feels like he failed me because he wasn't there. He wasn't able to give me – he, he – he, the way that he's brought me into this world, the way that he brought me into this world, I was playing with – I was playing with, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of hearts in my spades game. Yeah,
2: you, you, you was telling me okay, I had I had
0: of I had a bunch of hearts and diamonds, and I was able to get my books off. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's why he's proud of me, like, yo – My son shouldn't be where he is. My son should not be able to do what he's doing and be the person that he is. But in spite of all the shit that was put ahead of him before he even got here, this is what he's doing. So I feel like, so, so now, so to ask your question, yes, DJ, I do. Uh, uh, I appreciate a little differently, but I'm like at the same time, what I've preferred from him is like I listen because one thing you say was about the friendship aspect. I feel like my dad is more uh, comfortable with just being my friend because he can't, he could never be a father to me in that sense because he was never there to be a father. You know what I'm saying? When I say like, I mean, as far as like being the provider, being the whole package, being like being a day to day provider, inspiration, uh, disciplinarian, building structure, uh, passing down bloodline genetics, and being able to say, okay, that's because of this, that's because of that. Here are these landmines. My dad wasn't there for me for that, right? So, so I feel like that's why. Like my dad is 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 at least uh, appreciative, and I'm appreciative too. That that because I can I can call him, and but I'm I'm still a little uh, I'm still a little uh, hesitant to ask him because even though I feel like I would be in the right as far as asking certain questions, I don't wanna I don't wanna break his heart. You know, because I feel like my dad, like one thing about men is if they're real, real tough growing up, they have a tendency to soften up a whole lot when they get older. Because they feel like they had to be tough. And it's like now that their guard is down, people just chink at their arm. And I wouldn't want to, like, I, I want to let my dad walk off this earth with with that that much. I don't want him to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm deliberately, you know what I'm saying, breaking his heart by saying certain things. Now the truth is the truth. So if I say if 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 I ask my dad how do you grade yourself as a father to me, I feel like he'll be honest as he possibly can and, and but our scores may not be the same. Because it's like, listen, if you weren't there, if you weren't providing, if you weren't protecting me, you know, if you 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 weren't you weren't my like you your responsibility is protect me. My dad wasn't there to protect me. So I had to protect myself. And I feel like the way that I protected myself set me back because I, I, because it's like people who could have given me a hand saw how I was out here operating. It's like, listen, I was small and I didn't have anybody. So if you jumped out there, I was knocking you the fuck out or I was trying to. And yeah, I would do it left. by any means necessary. So it's like, yo, leave T alone because that nigga be tripping. <clears throat> like my one thing my mother used to say, she used to tell me that old school shit. Listen. If he too big, pick up something and bust him side his head. <laughs> Stay no more. So I didn't have to do too much, uh, picking shit up and bust people side of head because I had, I had hands. But there was a few times where it's like, I don't know if I can beat this dude. I'm not gonna be as malicious as as busting. I did throw pepper in somebody's eyes once. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he got a shit beat out of him. So, I had so- listen, I had asthma real bad. I got jumped by these by these two brothers who I thought was my friends. I was beating their ass, and when I was hitting them, I knocked one of them out. He fell on top of me, so like I I I got asthma. I got I'm claustrophobic. I felt like I was I was trying to get him off me, but his little brother was trying to hit me while he was sleep on me. So I bit his ass and woke him up. Oh, he bit me! And as soon as he bit, as soon as I bit him, and he hopped up, I got I got up on his brother's ass with a. Well, I got fifty piece, and then the bus came. We got on the bus, and the motherfucker sat at the front of the bus and shut the fuck up for the rest of the bus ride. <laughs> hey, bro. Dead you, ass. Know,
4: hey, bro. you know, it's crazy though, man. Because like, you know, me and DJ, of course, we was my military brats, you know, and we didn't have to live in that, that that survival mode, you know. Saying that, that at least a lot of my friends, or you, or you know, Will may have grown up in, you know. What I'm Saying, but it, it, I don't know, man. It's crazy, man. Like hearing those stories, though, man. It's, it's crazy.
2: So I think I got a different perspective on on that proud, or he make you make me proud, or whatever thing, because <clears throat> it's his 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 when he says it to me, it's like when last he, a couple of weeks ago we had this conversation. I end up t- telling him how much I make now. He he his eyes lit up. He was like, "Oh, he he really doing it. He really out here like making me. You know, what I mean, doing better than me. Winning coke money. <laughs> no, nah, don't do that. Um." <laughs> So he was like, so that that was. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think what he feels is, that yeah, mm. I gave him the right things, you know what I mean. So so I'm mm. proud of him for for extending, you know, got it farther along than me. So that's that's a little like that's why I I, I feel that, and I feel that because he doesn't really, you know, he he's sentimental sometimes, but he not he like he's never mm. grown up. He was always like. He was always like, Yeah, I want this. I want this screwdriver." I'm like, "I don't know what a screwdriver is. I'm five, six, seven years old." Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: that's the wrong screwdriver. That's the same story. Yeah, like all that. He used to do all that, <laughs> bro. So, so, it's so like, now it's kind of like, "Yeah, I'm proud of you because you could yeah, you make, you make, you make so, all the bread and you tell so him. it's me. funny you mentioned the screwdriver, and DJ
0: said that. So one thing <laughs> he said, one thing he said to me was that I guess the one a few time two times he went to go help work with his dad as far as fixing stuff and he would ask him to get the screwdriver. It's like you are not teaching you not teaching your son these things. Like like you got so in order like you gotta that's why I said this before. In order to be a leader, you gotta first know how to follow. And mm-hmm. the reason why you need to know how to follow before you lead is so that you know how to trickle down that information.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: feel like uh, a lot of these mm-hmm. guys didn't have a chance mm-hmm. to actually properly follow under somebody else to know how to then give that information to their son. So it clearly, it's a generational thing. So it's mm-hmm. like he had to learn the hard way, and so he expects you to learn the hard way versus mm-hmm. like, yo, like, so, yeah. so, like, I, I was just naturally good at math, right? My dad's good at math, but my, my dad didn't teach me math. I, it just came to me, right? Mm-hmm. So now, it's like, I'm not going to let my son just rely on Natural ability. I'm challenging Emery Day. We, we he's too, but we's talking numbers. We talking letters. We talking colors. We talking so many things. It's like I'm gonna try my best to get like help this kid grabs uh, learning right as soon as
1: possible.
2: Yeah, right? I think the, I think and, the difference between us, like our generation, if you wanted to be, you want to be an active father, and their generation of thinking what an active father is is like providing, and making enough Man money to actually to right. exactly
1: yeah. having our, a our household and structure
2: our version is gonna is 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 like my brother my brother's you know my brother's daughter's thirteen or whatever and, and he's he's what I want to be as a father. He's a, a dope life. girl dad. Yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, um being active uh like oh this is this is what it is this is you know what I mean this yeah, being, this this like yeah. being, like being trying, to be, trying to be there Right like, and and that that's the difference between their it's what a, happened a lot in their generation. But it's,
3: tough
2: though. But it's still
3: it's still tough so that's, because that's why I was just doing that earlier before the podcast. I was, you know, went over to see my daughter and then um just talking to her and we she wanted to fool around the volleyball. She plays she plays volleyball and just yeah. doing that with her outside for a minute. Um so you know what I'm saying. Then, so it, it's, to it's tough stuff around the house
0: and joke while she's doing it. So, yeah. when, we, when we when we were growing up and, you know, a lot of it is a lot of our the way we see things is molded by uh, cinema. So a lot of times cinema will show the great dad who may not be financially providing the way you want. Or it's the guy who's the dad who's providing financially, but he's not able to be there. So it's like you're never here, dad, mm-hmm. why he's standing in a nice house. Eating, he can open a refrigerator and pour a glass of milk at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. That you know what I'm saying? Pound. Get a bowl of cereal, and they ungrateful as hell about that aspect. And right. and then you talk about the balance, and it's like, yo, that balance, like it's not everybody's not gonna be able to achieve that balance, right? Mm. So it's like, it, it's that it's dependent upon. It's hard to get. That's the problem. It's the, it's, yeah. it's really dependent upon the the uh the union of the man and the woman. To to even if the man isn't dead, to to make sure his presence is felt, and 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 as the like because we as in this in my industry I'm I'm working sixty hours a week, I I don't get to see my son like during the daylight times with his mother and be able to interact all the time, and the days that I get off like I'm so I gotta remember that I'm used to not having the family unit, so I don't have. My, my instincts aren't let me go and be with my family like in that setting it's like when I can't okay I will mm. whereas Lucy is like she's constantly mm. craving it because she's used to it versus so the energy is a difference. she's craving it because she's used to it and and it's like where it's like my energy should be more so okay let me go and rectify a past ill of this Brooks lineage right and it's, it is hard because, because I'm like yo, I still have to maintain a, a, a frame of mind to where I can go out and do what I got to do, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to reel it back to our fathers, like my my dad is, the funny thing is, my dad is one of those guys where it's like, he would want family, he's one of those guys who spearheads a lot of family events. Oh, we going to play this, we going to do that. When he, when he got around to it. Like he would do a lot of, my dad would do a lot of talking about, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. And he just wasn't really great on the execution part of it, where it's like he's, he's, he's an idea guy, but he's like he's the guy in the company who needed somebody who could be the technician of the ideas. And that's where the woman comes into play. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to have a great partnership, because it's like just because I'm, I have a great idea don't mean I know how to execute it. Don't mean I know what it takes to put it together. I can say all day long, damn. I want to eat some spaghetti tonight. But if I don't know how to make spaghetti, then we ain't eating spaghetti. Right? So you need somebody who knows how to make the goddamn spaghetti. So everybody's like, damn, spaghetti was a good idea tonight. Yeah, thanks, Dad, for thinking about spaghetti. Thanks, Mom, for knowing how to make spaghetti. But also, thanks, Dad, for going out and, and, and making that money so you can get that ground beef and those noodles and the water running and the gas working.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's like...
0: Like it takes the whole team, and yeah, so, so, so and the thing about it is like I feel like my dad comes from a like because, uh, uh, DJ and Darrell's mom, she's really <laughs> like she's big on events, and they they both have that energy. The difference is because she's been like that, she's played that role so long, it's like second nature to her to to plan and coordinate all those type of things, so she can do. Both, and that's what happens with the women in the family. A lot of times, it's like, like they know they are more adept to making the shit happen because it's like that was their role. You know what I'm saying? And they grew up, they had that experience because the mother is always in the home, so they grew up under the mother who showed them how to make a home, who showed you how to clothe your kids and and budget out. You know what I'm saying? School supplies and school clothes and school shoes and 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 stuff like that whereas whereas a mother would know okay my kids need to go to sleep right now because if they don't if they don't get get enough sleep then they're going to take forever getting up fathers we want you to go to sleep because if you up when i get home you're going to annoy the shit out of me take your bad ass to sleep why the hell these kids still up
2: right our motivations is different so I, it's it's a it's a bunch of parallels between uh DJ and Real and me and um my brother cuz their pop, their pops is was in the air, in the army right mm-hmm. yeah army I was in the air force um but y'all y'all was my brother got was born a couple of years before he got out but I was born right before, right 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 before he got out so I never saw that life but hmm. the discipline and there's there's a couple of things they saw a lot more racism than we did like I can, I can see how it molded them. It, 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 the racism molded them. Like it's, it was, it's a lot different. Like if you running yeah, from yeah. people that gonna lynch you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 it's, it's, it's a different childhood than we had. You know what I mean? We grew up around black people. He grew up like there was black people, but it wasn't. It, it, it's not like how we grew up. And it's not saying is 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 it's, you know all the way right right now, but oh, back when we was growing up, but it. Like, like he had to be the best. Like, and he, they even screwed him out of being the best. Like, my pops was, um, my pops did HVAC, mm. like, he went to school in the Air Force. And he was supposed to be top of his class, but they they gave, like, they made him a point below. You know? Stuff like that would always happen to him. So, racism molded my pops as well. And it's not the same as racism molded me. Like, I understand it. But it's not the same. I was never, I, I wasn't in school getting called a nigger. You know what I mean? I wasn't in yeah. school, like getting left back and all that, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 a, it's, it's you see a lot of, like a lot of that, there, there's anger, there's impatience about how we grew up versus how they grew up. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, it's a tougher, it's, it's, it was a tougher environment and not to say our environment wasn't tough, wasn't tough. You know what I mean? Because it, it it was in general, but like they said, different like, challenges. That you got you can't even you can't even like put into the equation that we got that we got that they didn't get. So right. like the next generation, we gotta give them something different as well. So that's why I, I appreciate what you're doing, T. What my brother does, what DJ does, and um, <clears throat> what Ty does. Um just who's not so Vietnam, but
0: yeah. So my 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 thing is if I feel like all we can do is, is like constantly examine our past so that we can make a better future for our kids. And that's what I like to do. I like to and that's why I I, I would be honest with you, I initially wanted to have this conversation with my actual like with my cousins from my with my uh from my my mother's side, because they they are all fathers, and I wanted to have a father's conversation. But I felt like that wasn't deep enough because we're it's it gotta go to the root, and I felt like that was more important. That's why I wanted to have this conversation.
2: With you. Yeah, no, no, uh, it's it's a it's a good conversation to have. Black fatherhood is um is stereotyped and just in general like um made to be something that's not I think in gen- like in the world. Like some of us did grow up with our fathers. Some of us did have like, a lot of us have fathers. Like that that that's and 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 sometimes like when the Superman cake comes off kind of like we all we talk about is the flaws and the cracks and the um and the bad things. Like but I, I, yeah. I gotta give it up to my pops. I gotta salute him for that, that he did do. You know what I mean. Even though I, I do talk about some mm-hmm. of the crazy shit, I I I think you know what I mean. I think he's you know what I mean whatever off the, how whatever he's doing right now, right. But you got I gotta give it up to him, and salute him as as not trying to as, and, and and hope that my life is an extension of his yes. and being better than him. And that's what I'm trying to do in, in, in my relationship and and my and being an uncle and all that. So. And trying to be a father at some point, you know what I mean? So,
4: well, the I, I will say this uh, just after look, well, I haven't seen Will and his daughter, you know, but I've definitely seen, you know, uh, obviously like T and uh, Teddy and DJ and you know, little Nick. And I will say this that like the way they were brought up is different from the, the way they were raised. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the way DJ is with Nick wasn't the same, you know, as my pops, you know, with, with DJ. DJ's a lot more patient with Nick, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say Nick is not listening or something like that. Back in the day, my pops were like, man, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, getting ready to curtain. Like, he's very short-tempered, you know. Right. He was back in his 30s or 20s. But with DJ, he still keeps a tone, vo- uh, a nice, calm voice, uh, talks to Nick. And, of course, you know, we already know when, when Nick gets out of hand, DJ will put him in place if needed. But he's a lot more patient, you know, and, and that's what Nick needs, you know. And in the, in the CT, you know, saying being so involved in with Teddy's life, you know, it's it's the total opposite of what you know they were brought up with with their with their pops. You know, it's not to put any bad any bad uh, names on our on our fathers, or anything like that. But it's completely different, though.
2: Right. They did what they could and what they knew. Mm-hmm. And,
4: you
2: know, right. Other, yeah. I, that's why I look back at it as a grown man now, and like, you know, he's growing up himself. He's trying to like I'm I'm 37. I think he. Left when he was around my age, and it was like, yeah, I can like (laughs) life hard, bro. Life is
4: hard, my nigga. You know what I mean. So it it took me, it took me (laughs) until I got like in my
5: twenties to realize some stuff. Like I understand my father now, bro. Like I understand with how he grew up. I understand the (laughs) little Teddy. I understand the struggles of being a black man or a parent having that. That burden of like you have to provide because it can be it's stressful. I look back at a lot of times, like, yo, how the fuck yeah. were they able to just sit here and do this? And I never, I don't, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard them complain about any of that shit. They just did it. Like, they might have had their own conversations privately, but I've never heard any of
1: it.
5: For me, it's about taking that and trying to uh, implement that with my son, but had an understanding like people learn and process things differently. So, my son with, with uh, his sensory process. And I have to try to understand that and then be a little bit more patient and, and you know, get an understanding of how he learned so we can, all right, now this is how we're going to do it. Calm down for a second. Let's talk. Let's figure it out and then move forward so you get understanding. The ass whooping, I do, now don't get me wrong, kids might need ass whoopings a, a few times, but my son isn't to that point where it's a lot of that that, that that's needed. Um, the times that it has happened, I've done it though.
3: So I mean, that's the thing about it. it's, it's always about improving on um, what your your because your parents, like Brian said, your your parents your, and this goes for both parents, but it, you, you know they give you what they what they can with, what they know how to do. They can't give you what they don't know, what they haven't been. Nobody taught them to do. They're going to well, give you the best they got. And so the goal is to take what you what you did, what you've been given. and It's like okay, I can improve on that somehow because that's really what they want. That's to me why why fathers like will look at what you're doing and say they're proud of you it's like in your older years, it's like, you know what, you know what I'm saying, I know what I gave you wasn't hundred percent, but I see what you did with it, and you did something good with it, and I see what you're doing now like Brian's you know Brian's doing what he's doing with his job, um my dad was you know proud of me you know, I got married, had a kid, and stuff like that um and then um
2: yeah, Burrito.
3: You know, just managing, you know, things yeah. things I got going on. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing with all of y'all. It's like when your dad see you, you're like, I know I could have did better, but he did, he did, he's doing really good with what he's what he's been given. That's why they're yeah. proud. I, I get it now because I'm a, a a dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm not uh 100%, but, you know what I'm saying? I'm very proud of her. She was, what she what, my daughter's able to do. And so
5: yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is I tell my son all the time like, Yo, I'm proud of you. And he might understand why I'm telling that or understand what I mean when I'm saying it but I just know what he's been through. Yeah and it's nothing crazy but you know just that that type of thing and tell him I love him like I see that interaction with T who, who yeah. father wasn't always around You just see the love that he portrays. so it's just like you said, it's building on what we had or what we didn't have and then, you know, implement that with mm-hmm. our children now.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
2: So mm-hmm. like, like man, let's, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into NFL draft stuff. Like I think this is a good way to end the, in the episode, man. I appreciate DJ coming on. Of course, rail, big bro. And um, mm-hmm. shout, shout out to y'all being fathers and shout out to our pops. Um, you know, the, the, the
5: the crimes, Shout out to you after having a quarantine baby because I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no uh, we <laughs> have
5: a, have a little, a little That's caramel nice. kid with some light green eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 well, whatever brown eyes coming from eye? Corona. Whatever brown eyes.
2: Brown. They eat hazel whatever the fuck
1: they eat. Hazel. <laughs> it, I don't
5: look. I don't gaze into his eyes.
4: <laughs> Why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that go. note, guys, it's been another great episode. <laughs> <It's time> to- <laughs> Take it to the bridge.
4: <laughs> hey.
0: So. <laughs> hey. Hey. So, we about to we about to wrap up on, on the ride up but
2: we'll, we'll talk about draft. We, we're going to do an episode before Thursday, and we'll talk about the draft.
0: I'm,
5: ready, you know. dog. I'm excited.
2: Yeah. So we're going to have I'm some gonna... pre-draft talk uh, yeah.
0: after the after the after the buzzer here with the with yeah. the boys. But well, Brian's about to log off. It's been another uh, good podcast. It was a great conversation.
2: Absolutely.
1: Want
0: want to again thank our. Uh, I guess uh, uh Relly Rail, uh Big Bro Will, DJ, and, and Felicia on the on the on the back end.
2: <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> um, at all times. Um
0: get your own zone, Felicia, at some point. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's
2: she's um, okay. she have uh uh Oh zone? Zoom? All right, bet you gotta you got you gotta come online one time. Um but yeah, hey, what's up, Ted? Um, all right, let's end it with what we want you to do: Twitter's O T R U underscore, I G on the right up, <laughs> Facebook on the right up, we on Snap on the right up, and we on YouTube on the right up. The podcast, follow, like, subscribe, uh, review five stars, everything. Yeah. We we're over two point three thousand oh. um. Listens, oh, you know, we're, we're looking for more. We're looking, we're looking to expand. uh Shout out to Puerto Rico. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to uh, France. Shout out to um, yeah, Sh- whatever. The heck. Czech Czech Republic. Um, shout out to uh the UK. Shout out to Canada. You know what I mean? And the twelve or four states that's that we're listening to. But we need all fifty in America, bro. Like, right, what's up? Quarantine time. Y'all, y'all have nothing to do else to do. Listen to us um we're on the cook up shout out to my brother burn shout out to south jersey shout out to aunt who's you know what i mean he's down there in alexandria on the front lines shout out to my man dre out here in laurel shout out to um that, that's all from south jersey shout out to uh my man chris down in florida who put us all together we're going to put those interviews together we're going to bundle them up we need a uh, <clears throat> we need an interview with will and um if dj's going to be a regular part we definitely need a, uh, a joint with, with, with will and we need an interview with ted what up what I'm yeah. doing. um but share yeah, man it's been another episode at season two episode three or aka episode twenty five peace